motherfucker volume up on that thing. Yeah, I sound good. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I sound yeah, that, good. That mic sounds great. It's no buzz this time. I don't know what happened. It was a fluke. Perfect mic for podcasting. Yes. Or the perfect mic for recording Thriller because that is what Mike used. <laughs> well, it's just a replica version, but. Yeah, he had the. The original. The original boy. But boy, boy. Ochi. Ochi Kush died. Ochi Kush died. But let's get it. OG Kush died. OG Kush died. You listening to Chains, nigga? The Chains. gods are watching. You guys are watching. Let's get it. We can restore the rule of law, keep dangerous criminals off our streets, and help former inmates get a second chance at life, and a second chance that many of them will really succeed at, if only given the chance. Fuck Black History Month. Why should I celebrate everything that was taken from us? Celebrate my ancestors' genocide fucking me up. Soon as they see niggas going places, blow up the bus. Lost hey, my faith in the same time. Little white boy shot right up charges. In the same breath, I lost my mind and found my purpose. Look at me, motherfucker. Ask yourself, do I look nervous? Baby mama split the home up. Jim Crow still working. Run that back, run that back. Bitch, a month to see people that look like me. Y'all niggas not listening. Please we listen to what this what this man is saying right here. This is Travis Chandler. We can restore the Fuck Black History Month. Oh, that's Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. The, the gods are watching. The, 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 the gods are watching. If only given the chance. Fuck Black History Month. Why should I celebrate everything that was taken from us? Celebrate my ancestors' genocide fucking me up. Soon as they see niggas going places, blow up the bus. Lost my faith at the same time. Little white boys shot up churches. In the same breath, I lost my mind and found my purpose. Look at me, motherfucker. Ask yourself, do I look nervous? Baby mama split the home up. Jim Crow still working. Ain't that a bitch? A month to see people that look like me hang on nooses and shit. Suck my African dick. I'm breaking them all from what they say black history is Cause my that accomplishments ain't gonna be shit I almost did Ain't no probably go to war for this shit, shit. over my dead body Black man hating on another black man, you neo-Nazi yeah. I came in, still popped off Kawasaki, bitch, your thoughts just ain't my thoughts You can't stop me Shout out to Heisenberg Eisenberg on that beat, that shit is cold. I just heard that shit today on, on the way over here. I had to play that. Look, I can do better by myself. This super king. I can't take an L from no demon, man. Bless when I need a Thank heaven I can get these niggas help. Black and rich, I excel. The gods are watching. Even when yeah. I'm stressed, I excel. I excel. If I didn't rap about it, could you tell? On earth as in heaven, give them hell. Bitch, get, get like me. Bitch, get, get like me. Don't know, bitch, get me. Bitch, get, get like me. Be a honey, you could be a honey. Had to get go, such a crib, now it's honey. Look, if you wanna change, you'd have done it. This time, we all out of time. Honest. Ooh. This sound like something you would make. Think so? 
How yeah. we get so far from the essence. Not so much that, that kick pattern. But it's just something about this beat that reminds okay, me of that airy. Me and God in the bathroom having words. I finally built up the courage to ask why. He said I see something better for my child. I cracked a smile and actually calmed me down. I can't account for what's going on. The neighborhood Putting the work in to make it out. Me dagging the pound, creating a sound. So many days we ain't had shit. Felt like we was going backwards. But rap to niggas run the atlas. They thought it was a phase, but it stuck like a cactus. They ain't factored the drive of the passion. I thrive when it's all on the line, no question. I fantasize at the times we can all come together and respect one another as black men. Facts. I guess I'm mm. way too attached, but waiting around, I'm too wavy for that. Another nigga try to ride it, just wave from the crash. Straight on the rocks, take a shot for your man. So late to the function, I arrived in the band. Smelling like I bagged up pride of this. Feeling like the sky's the limit. No time to be timid when you want the world and everything in it. Look, I clearly do what I want. Wear the Gucci with the vintage Louis Vuitton. It don't even match, I just threw the shit on. The shit on your net look like Cuban Zirconium. I heard at the top it's the loneliest. An idle time can free the mind. Now I see the signs. It took a quarter life just to realize it's more to life. But in my life, I done seen some things that left me borderline mortified. Like the 94 crime bill or the war on the drugs they provided. They left our homes without fathers. That made more black dealers than doctors. I'm just fulfilling my promise. We ain't got nothing if we ain't got honesty. I played that simply for that. That verse. I don't even know if this is a verse. He's just rapping the whole fucking way through, I think. Cuz was gone. He gotta go. Yeah, he going, he going for sure, man. What up, man? What's good? What up, though? Yeah. <laughs> just me and you. Who made that song, bro? It's just me and you. Dog, Would I that don't be know. inappropriate to play right now? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that uh Raphael Sadiq or something? I don't know. What happened to our co-host? I don't know, man. It's just me and you, bro. Niggas. Let's get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even. Niggas ain't show up, but it's it's all good though. It's all to the gravy. Today has been a long day so far, and it's only fucking five o'clock. Yeah, my nigga, I can hear it in your voice. Thought I had a long day. <laughs> I had a long weekend in, in general. A lot of a lot of shit going on. Man, matter of fact, what's today? Sunday. It's March tenth. Yeah. So uh, we had to set the clocks back. Four. Four, actually. Yeah. I didn't even know that shit. I was on my way home. I was in here editing. I was in here editing this shit, and I'm like, I think it was like two thirty. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was like one thirty. I looked at the clock, like, all right, I'm about to get out of here in a minute. You know, I'm working, working. I look back up. It's fucking three <laughs> thirty. Like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? The fuck happened? But I didn't realize until I got in the car, and my phone's clock in the car was different. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, that makes Man, sense. I really didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, I woke up. My alarm is set for three thirty. So I got to be to work at what, 5 a.m. I woke up at like 2.30 and I'm like, I woke up and I'm like, I felt kind of rested. But I'm like, the fuck going on? Went back to sleep. Got to work and shit. Niggas at work like, dog, I feel tired as hell. You don't feel that? I'm like, what's going on? Like, I'm confused. <laughs> but yeah, so shout out to the clock springing forward because a nigga is ready for the sunshine, y'all. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm tired of all this fucking darkness. It's just... I'm tired of the darkness and the snow. Shit is not good. Yeah, I'm tired. And of I was the born in February. Fuck the snow and the cold. Yeah, no, it's just trash. Shit's <laughs> trash. But yeah, man, we are here. Episode sixteen. The gods are watching. You are gods. We are gods. We are all gods in our own right. I ain't said that in a minute. This shit felt good. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Oh, what? I unmuted myself. I tried to bust. Tried to bust <laughs> off a gunshot. My shit was muted. <laughs> Nigga shoot his gun and no sound comes out. Let's get it. <laughs> oh yeah, that bitch jam. That's the worst fear ever, dog. <laughs> 
Yeah, all you niggas with them Glocks, man. I hope y'all know how to use them bitches and keep up with them motherfuckers. Um. Boy, do not try to be tough and up your shit and you're not finna use it. <laughs> Motherfucker jam. Oh, that's a, that's a sticky situation right there, bro. Man. You ever uh, been in a situation where you had to pull your gun out? No, not that's yet. Good. Not if, yet. If y'all got a gun, don't pull that bitch out unless you're gonna use it. Wait. Well, I've been in situations where I just took my gun with me, but I didn't have to pull it out, no. Yeah. Okay, that's normal. I don't carry nothing around, but the funny thing you mentioned that we talking about this shit is... Uh, I don't carry nothing either. I'm, I think I'm out the cop. Okay, I'm lying. I carry. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm out the cop. Why not? Nigga, what you waiting for? Uh, money is what I've been waiting for. Okay. That makes sense. Because <laughs> I want something nice. I don't want no motherfucking 22. Dog, I was right. on the Dunham's website looking at guns cracking up. Why? Cause then they had these fucking like Western like dogs. They still selling them up. <laughs> the big ass revolvers. <laughs> big ass revolvers. Yeah. Like, they look like you supposed to get off a horse with a bandana on your face. Yeah, bitch. Hold like four bullets. <laughs> Maybe fat as hell. <laughs> dog. They still selling them. And then I seen some little twenty twos that look straight out of James Bond. Like, nah, fuck out of here. At least with them, uh, they call them bitches purse guns. Yeah. At least with them uh, revolvers, they will not jam on your ass. So. Exactly. I was gonna give me a raging bull at one point in time. And then I was like, man, I'm tripping. Not hit to the raging bull, man. I don't. Is it is it the raging bull or the Kassala? I forget the name of that gun, but it's made by raging bull, and them bitches is like fifty cal. <laughs> nigga, what the hell? Your big ass might hold that right, bitch, right. dog. <laughs> if I try to up the big ass fifty cal on a nigga, they gonna take that bitch out my hand. <laughs> hell no. Yeah, the fifty. It's like a fifty cal revolver, dog. Hey, cause look, when uh, I don't know if you remember, but Two Chains had got caught up in some shit. Like when he was out in Cali one time, niggas tried to run up on him. Yeah, I don't remember. And, uh, he was like, when he saw, I think like first nigga tried to come and like cut him off. And then he he noticed the other nigga, and he was like, other nigga had a, I think he had a Draco, but he was like, that motherfucker was so big, like when dude was holding it, I was, his oh, arm was kind of shaking. So I he was like, got- I know these niggas don't even know what they doing for real. So yeah, if y'all niggas going to be trying to up Draco's, like, hit the waist first. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't see Soldier Boy up in the Draco on nobody. Right, dog. right. What the fuck is you doing with this big ass gun, bro? But yeah, but in all seriousness, though, uh, if you... It, you know, I think it's a good idea to have, you know, a personal firearm on you. Y'all know where we at, uh, if y'all listening. <laughs> right. uh, in the city, y'all know what's going on here. So, go ahead, take that class. Get your CC dub. Um, shit, get your strap, man. Yeah, now I have guns. I don't want you niggas listening to think shit is sweet over here. But what I'm saying is I'm going to be legal Nigga soon. you saying that. <laughs> no. I know. No, it's heat, it's heat around this bitch. But... So don't run in here, please, because I don't want to die and I don't want to kill. But I, I'm a, I actually ran to a nigga who do CCW classes. And he was like, shit, you get everything for 95. I'm like, bet. Oh, wow. Because I heard niggas quoting me 300 at one point in time. 300 to do what? To take your class and get the class and get the certificate? Yeah. Now, you know what? I took the class twice. I'm not going to lie. The first time I took it was like 2010. Uh, what happened? You failed it? No, no, no. I ain't oh, failed oh. it, but... I just, I don't know. I think my head wasn't really there. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I never, I ain't never really been a type to play with guns. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never shot a gun prior to that. Right. So we went, we was in class, or whatever. And dude was like, well, you know, the class be like eight hours. He was like, well, we can sit in class, do this for eight hours, or y'all can just pay me, <laughs> <laughs> pay me for the books that y'all supposed to have. 
Right. So y'all go home and read it yourself. I'll take y'all to the range. And then, you know what I'm saying, pass y'all. So we did that. And uh, I mean, I just wasn't confident in it. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't confident in myself to be like, let me go buy a gun right now. Right. So a few years later, I went up to, because uh, this guy was a cop. He used to be a cop. Okay. I had went up to uh, Action Impact yeah, and yeah. Uh, did it. It was like 60 bucks. Knocked it out. Um, but it was informative, man. So, yeah, don't be just trying to pick up guns and shoot it because y'all niggas been watching Menace Society. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, like, it's, it's not, not the, sweet. It's not like, the same thing. There's so but... many laws that go into, like, shooting a motherfucker if you got to. Like, I'll just be real. Like, And especially in Detroit, nigga was talking about how nigga was like, yeah, if somebody tries something, like, uh, we ain't going to come. Like, if y'all call the police, we're not going to come to 40 minutes. Like, we're not leaving where we at. Until after forty minutes have passed. So if if somebody dying, y'all gonna be dead by the time y'all we get be there. Dead. I'm like, damn. So I heard that before too, though. That's some crazy shit. But it's believable because, like, cause just like he said, he gave he gave a perfect example. Like a lot of the time, shit be going on, and it be people that you know. Right. Just like if we in here and get doing shit, they niggas get it to it. It'd be like that. Like, ain't these niggas lose each other for how long? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so he was like, you know, it'll be a situation where your cousin done did something to your rim. Now you mad. Now y'all get into it. You don't up the strap shot. And I'm like, Duh, it's not funny, but it is funny because that's definitely what be happening. Like the simplest shit. So it's, I respect him for keeping it that that real, but yeah, yeah. I always say, I, this was a Detroit police officer that said this to you? Hell yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I I like Detroit police. Like, I don't really like police officers, but if I'm going to go anywhere and feel comfortable, it's Detroit because they do not be bothering people. Yeah. Unless your ass is young and the jump out boys is pulling up. It, but, was that <laughs> one, it was that one situation, I think, that they caught them one cops over there on, like, Harper and Cashew. Niggas was, like, kind of harassing somebody in the... Uh, Mm. I think it went viral. Dude yeah, was kind of light skinned. It sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, and he was like fucking with this nigga in the store. I think they got the tussling and all this shit. Turns out, I think they used to go to school together. He like, oh, that's a power trip. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, that's a power trip. You hoes need to stay off the force. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I think I'm about to go ahead and cop it. I don't know what to cop. I don't know how I feel about Glocks because Glocks don't have safeties, right? And I got kids. I'm going to be real, though. I don't I know much I'm, about guns, but I don't have a safety. I got a Smith & Wesson. There's no safety on it. Yeah, which is, I think your gun is the replica of the Glock. And Smith & Wesson actually got sued for that shit. But they was like, okay, like, we just going to pay y'all, and we're going to keep making this motherfucking gun. Because <laughs> right. it was a replica of the Glock technology, and they end up getting sued. And this was like, all right, we'll settle. But I don't think Glocks typically have safeties and... Uh, I, mean, I need a safety because I'm scared as fuck of my son getting a hold of my gun and me making a mistake and falling asleep with my fucking holster on the floor or something. Yeah, but see, yeah, that's why you can't do that. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's what the I'm thing. saying. Like, and it's a lot of uh, little, you know what I'm saying, devices you can get. Like, they got little safes you can put your gun in. But then it's kind of like, if I got my gun in my safe. And a nigga run up in Yeah, a nigga run in this bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm SOL. That's right. That's why I don't want to put my shit... Like, I can see having it, like, they got, you mean, like, a safe? Because I've seen guns, I've I seen the little safes, like, the little case you could put your gun in. Yeah. Or are you talking about the big No, safe? like a case. Like oh, a case, case you could yeah. put it in and, yeah. it, and it locks. Or they got the joints where uh, it's like a, and it's not like, 
it holds it and it like locks it, but it's not in a in a whole case. Right. You know what I'm saying? A little shit like that. But uh that's a scary thought, man. So Yes it is. Yeah, man. Just Yeah. I think I know somebody that maybe maybe close to me. Not maybe not knowing personally, but somebody close died from playing with somebody's gun or some shit like But yeah, that's scary. That's bad. And I got a son to be into everything and he knows what guns are. So if he sees a gun, he will pick it up. <laughs> like I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna pick this fucking gun up. Right. So I gotta be really on my shit when it comes to that. But uh, yeah, man, I think I'm gonna go ahead and cop. I just gotta do some shopping and shit. But anyway, man, it is March. Um, we've made it out of Black History Month, whatever that means. Right. As if, <laughs> and uh, I thought that's what's suitable to play that Chavez that fuck Black History Month. That shit hard. So what we gonna talk about, bro? I got uh, a lot of shit going on. We know what's really going on out here in you know mainstream media. Uh, of course, we got. <laughs> we take your pick. <laughs> we got R. Pick. Kelly. We got Michael Jackson. Um, Did you see the doc, dog? No. I saw the doc. I, I saw didn't watch both. It. I um, saw both parts of the doc. I actually signed up. A nigga signed up for an HBO trial for seven days to watch the doc. Put his credit card information in, and then put promptly put uh, uh, some shit in my calendar like cancel HBO trial <laughs> right. on this day. Nah, but I watched the fucking doc, bro. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish I hadn't because I feel like it was a four hours of bullshit. In hindsight, watching it. You know, when I was watching, I'm like, damn, if this is true, Mike is fucked up. Right. But in hindsight, I was just watching it. I mean, I was just thinking about it like, like, this doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. But they, but, but the way it was um, edited, right, I'm sure it looks yeah. super convincing. And that's what I was thinking, too. Like, you can really make a documentary look like, like you can make it to support whatever, whatever point you want to support. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? They could release a documentary tomorrow that paints Michael Jackson as not being a pedophile at all. And it would make a whole lot of sense because they're going to edit it to look that way. Right. But I started thinking, I like, immediately after it, watching it, I hit my homie up, like, because I, I know he has seen it. I'm like, bro, like, what you think of this shit? And he just like, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Right. Because he was like, I heard that the one of the boys behind this documentary was trying to get a job with the Jackson family with recently, and they told him no, and then boom. Which is the dude who Wade, Wade. who uh used to work or do choreography with NSYNC. NSYNC, Britney Spears, Backstreet. Yeah, yeah all them niggas. Yeah, yeah, I remember when he had this little run in early in the two thousands. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was trying to get work with the Jackson family. They told him no, and then boom, all of a sudden there's a documentary about their son fucking him. Right. And all this shit, you know, it was, it was, he got, a, I don't, I don't want to know how to say this. He has like convincing elements to the story because he has all this footage of him and Michael and all these pictures of him and Michael together. Right. So it's almost like, like every time he say something, like there are several periods of time where he has video when he's seven, video when he nine, video when he's 12, video yeah. when he's 15 with Mike. Shit, he even told a story about the last, like, the day, 
maybe like a month before he died, he went over to his house and was hanging out with him again. So, but that's the guy that molested you. <laughs> exactly. So my thing is, first of all, why is you trying to be employed by the family of somebody who destroyed your life, quote unquote? Or why are you hanging out with a motherfucker? Like, it's one thing to be like my mom. Like, it's one thing to sort of paint it as if the mother was a stage mom and she sort of sold you to Michael. Right. Like, you can have my son if you break me off $60,000 a month. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when you was 18, 17, 18, hanging out with Michael Jackson, I mean, at what point? This shit ain't got nothing to do with your mama, no. Exactly. Man, like, I saw a clip of Michael um, just saying, like, you know, everything was all good until I started breaking records. Once I started outselling Elvis and the Beatles, right? then all of a sudden they, they use what I love against me, which was children. Right. Because not, it's not everything easy. A problem. Not everything a problem. Now it's easy for, because look at how I look. He didn't say that, but I'm just saying it feeds into, it's more believable when you be like, oh, you look at him like, man, Mike probably was weird. What the fuck he do all this shit? But, man, I got... Dog, I got man. I don't know. I I'm never gonna turn my back on Mike, dog. Because as long as he was alive, they were never able to prove anything. Man, they have Damn. done all type of forensic skin testing. And I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, knew that. I, I knew. I knew in the cases. I like. I'm figuring like in the cases they put in these. I think he fought two, three cases about this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, between the '90s and the early 2000s, mid 2000s, whatever. So I'm like, okay, maybe they did some investigating just around the case. Mm-hmm. No. The FBI investigated this nigga for 10 years and mm. didn't find nothing. I never didn't knew find that. nothing, dog. That's crazy because, like, if the FBI investigate me for 10 years, I don't even be doing shit, but I guarantee you they'll find something to put me in jail for. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like That's the thing, like, dog. Your, your, your plan cannot just be so immaculate that the FBI don't, FBI don't find anything. And right, Michael like, Jackson, listen, y'all, mother, oh, fucking wait. I knew he was a piece of shit. The fucking frosty hair <laughs> and this fucking goatee with no mustache, bitch. Wade is the only person that I kind of like partially, like I could, I don't say I believed him, but I looked at him while he was talking and it kind of seemed more believable than this other dude. The other dude seemed like he had all malicious intent. And then the funny thing was his mom, the other dude, I don't know his name, I think his name is James mm-hmm. or some shit. His mom on the documentary was like, I remember hearing the news of when Michael Jackson died, and I was like, oh, thank God he died. I'm so happy he died because now he can't hurt any more children. He's gone. And it's so, I'm like, that's fucked up to say, but if he molested your son, I would understand that. Right. But to me, it just seems like there's just malice there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all hate him or something. Even prior to, I mean, I don't know. It just seemed like some pre-existing hate. Like, man, it's it's so many layers, man, to pull back because, like, we talk about, you know, what I'm saying the fight that we have as black people, and Michael Jackson is a black person, and just like he said, don't you black or white me? Like, <laughs> I understand what's going on with my skin, but understand that I'm a black person. I'm a black man. I identify <laughs> with that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Uh, dog. You know what? I was watching. Uh, uh, what's his name? Dr. Umar Johnson and shit. Yeah. And you know, he can get kind of radical a little bit. Yeah, but, for sure. But, you know, he had a he had a good point. Like, you know, even just kind of touching on the R. Kelly thing, uh, was just saying, like, man, we, 
like how can we use R. Kelly as like the face of pedophilia? Right. When you got mother Kevin, dog, he said Kevin Spacey said on live TV, real TV, that if he goes down, he's taking a whole Hollywood pedophile ring down with him. I remember when he got in trouble, dog. They released some crazy shit about him. And, you know, he, he released his apology and shit, but I'm sure he knows a lot of shit. Bro, he knows no. exactly. And look, and then look, all he did was lose his job on House of Cards. <laughs> right. That's it. And he's just been chilling. Like where his charges at? Yeah, where they at? Like, duh, that shit is just so foul, man. It's a I, lot of people. It's a lot of people. Even if you um, what's my man's name? Who married his twelve year old Woody niece? Allen. Yeah, Woody Allen. Woody. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. A lot of you motherfuckers. <laughs> I listen, R. Kelly. I'm not trying to put R. Kelly. Uh, and Michael's, uh, you know, situation in the same pot as as far as like, there's no question. Like we actually saw R. Kelly in the act with the underage girl. That's that's different, right? Um, yeah, we actually saw R. Kelly in the act uh, with the underage girl, um, but we have not seen anything from Mike. There has been no evidence. And then D.L. Hughley gets on uh, Wendy Williams. And D.L. Hughley whole thing is like, oh, he did. But I'm like, where's the evidence, D.L.? This, R. Kelly is different. Like, we saw him on footage. We have no footage, no motherfucking evidence of Mike doing anything. But you up here trying to tear him down is just because you feel like he guilty. After I saw that, I'm like, you know what? I got to look at D.L. a little different. I thought he, he was a little I'm bit more surprised. intelligent. Yeah, I thought he was a little bit more intelligent than that. Because D.L. Hughley usually be the one who be like, nah, that's some bullshit. Yeah, but he just his whole thing like people saying this, but it's like, bruh, no, this is not the same, dog. Are we saw R. Kelly? Like, I, I, I don't even know how to just put it any different. We saw this motherfucker doing that. We have not seen MJ do anything. And then the one kid, um, Jordy, Jordan, whatever his name was, uh-huh. called him Jordy. He, he. So here he is. He accuses Michael Jackson of molesting him or sexually abusing him. When he was a kid. Then he turns around and says, no, then they find out after they investigate this accusation that his father, Jordy's father, pushed him to lie so that he could get a check because they have recordings of him on the phone saying exactly that. Like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to get this money and we're going to be straight or whatever after we do this. So basically using your son as a pawn you know, to fuck with Mike. Right. Then, this is all revealed, Michael Jackson dies in June of 2009, and in November of 2009, the father blows his brains out. To me, the first thing that popped in my head was guilt. Damn. A man died that you tried to set up, and you were caught. You know, this is not speculation. You were caught setting him up. A man died that the whole world loved. you seen all that outpour of love. And then it's almost like, damn, like, damn. And I'm pretty sure he caught some flack too, right? Because a lot of crazy shit happened when Mike died. People was killing themselves. The whole world was sad. Bro. Not to mention his uh, the doctor got off. Yep, yep. That was some bullshit too. Did he do any time, or did he get completely off? No, that nigga did do time. I think he did like two, three years or something. Two, three years. Yep. What the fuck is his name? I forget the nigga name, but I actually watched his deposition. I think. 
Um, cause I, I remember like I avoided, like I told y'all, I think maybe last week or week before, like I avoided all things Michael Jackson from probably like 2009 to like 2013. Like mm. I couldn't do it, bro. Right. I couldn't watch This Is It. I couldn't watch the trial for, um, Con, Con, Conrad was his name. The doctor. I, think. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't tune in. This Is It either. Or none of that other shit. I watched it years later. I never watched it. But man, like. I was watching. I, I was like, man, I don't really know too much about what happened. Why, why, wonder why they keep saying the doctor killed Mike. So I looked it up, I, I, and I watched the deposition or the interview in, in in the courtroom and shit. And they basically was like, you know, you a fucking doctor. Like, how you ain't know this was gonna kill him? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think he was trying to paint it like he left the uh, propofol like and let Mike do it himself or some shit. Man, it's like, fam, you would. Like you're a licensed physician. It's just man, the truth be stinking, dog. That's it, an assassination, if you ask me. It is, and, and, and Mike knew what it was. Like, like he was saying, uh, he uh, ended up on owning. Was it all of Sony's catalog, or it was like half? half. Yeah. So this is like Beyonce. <laughs> this is like Lady Gaga, Madonna, like. Michael Jackson was in control of their publishing and royalties. Yes. And like he said, they are mad because I hit them with a good business move. Yep. So now when you looking like this nigga Mike really is trying to heal the world. What's wrong with this nigga? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he's squeaky clean. We trying to get him on a chop and it's not working. Now you just pissed off. Right. This nigga on half of the music industry heavy hitters. That's crazy. Get out of here. That's crazy. Yeah, that's powerful shit. And that's something that's worth killing for. You know what I'm saying? You exactly. From their point of view. And that's what I, th I think he paid for it. I think he paid dearly for it. Wade, Wade was on a documentary. Like, him and his wife went to visit Mike, like, in 2009. I think it was... I don't know if it was a month, like, a few months before he died. Or maybe, like, a few days before he died. Yeah. Like, he living in Vegas. We was in Vegas working. And, you know, I'm like, shit, I'm going to go see him. He went to see him. Mm -hmm. It was him and three of his kids, Blanket, the, the good little girl, Paris, and the other little boy. Mm -hmm. And he like, you know, Mike was just out of it. Like, after they was eating dinner, I guess. And then Mike was just like, like nothing was in him. Like nothing was there. He was just acting weird. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I'm about to go upstairs and lay down. Or whatever he said. Like I, he's, I think he said, I'm like, I'm about to go upstairs. I'll be I'll be back in a minute. He's like, they downstairs for like another half hour, hour and a half. He didn't come back. So wow. they just left. He like, that's the last time I seen him. And then boom, he dead a few days later or whatever. Like soon after that, he's dead. Just giving this nigga just probably small doses. And that's what I'm saying. Like, was y'all drugging this nigga slowly over time? Like, what who like what happened, bro? Because I imagine as long as this nigga been doing music, I can't imagine that he would get to 50 years old and then all of a sudden he can't handle it. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, yo, and that makes me think about they were saying that tour that he was going on was going to kill him. They were like, there was no way that he was going to be able to do the tour. It was like just man, I don't know. It was it's a crazy amount. It was a crazy work schedule. It was a crazy yeah. workload for that yeah. tour. They was like he was not going to be able to do it anyway. I mean, because like you said, like, it, it didn't seem like he was in bad health, but at the age of like 50. Right, right, right. So they was like, that was probably something uh, that the label wanted him to do. 
Like they was trying to kill this nigga all the way around. Mm. Go and do this tour. Right, right, right. This bitch is a hundred city tour. You gonna do this bitch in four months, three months. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a world. I think it was a world tour because I think he had a European arm of the tour, and he had. Uh, I, I, I actually That's think facts. He was it really sp- was a world tour. Yeah, I think he was supposed to kick that bitch off in Europe. I don't know. I don't know for sure, but still, it just seems so fucking weird. Like, yeah, he was fifty. And, you know, maybe his body was tired all, all, after all the shit that he had been through in his life with music. Maybe he got to a point where he depended on, you know, medicine to sleep, medicine to perform. And, but you know, man, you know, because my thing be like, not to cut you off, dog, but when we be just be talking about like motherfuckers having it out for us, dog, you just be wondering how deep do it go? How because deep? they were saying like, the first doctor that he was recommended to for the nose surgery, or it was like the second doctor, or something like that. Like I think he even went to one doctor, like when uh he he dropped uh uh off the wall mm-hmm. um around that time where he got the first nose job and then like he got the second one like before Thriller came out. So this is like within five years. Right. And it was like after that. They don't like. They were saying. I, I saw something. And I don't. I don't know sources. This is just saying. But they were saying like they feel like the doctors was fucking him up on purpose, so he would have to keep coming back. Mm. Take a little bit too much off the nose. Now he got to keep coming back. Now he got to keep coming back. Yeah. Now he looking in the mirror, nose that. Now he want to do his cheekbones, do his do his chin. He want to do all this stuff to make his you know make it look more normal instead of just looking like you got a fucked up nose on a black person's face. And it just makes you wonder, dog. Like, how do they go? How, like, you got the, you got Conrad, whatever, uh, the doctor and shit. Like, how long was he in the game, giving him medication that he probably don't need? Right. Giving him nigga, nigga doses and all of this other shit. Like, I just don't know how deep it goes. I man. think he had only been with that doctor for like the last two years of his life or something. Cause it wasn't like they, it wasn't his lifelong doctor and that shit. That's what I'm saying. Where he come from? Who recommended right. this guy? Right, and that's what people were saying. Where did this nigga come from? So, um, I don't know, man. I always assume, you know, after looking at the details, that it was an assassination. Um, and they, we clearly can see, like I said, Jordy, Jordy was pushed, the little black boy. We still don't know where he at. The last picture they have of this nigga is from like 2006. They don't know where he is. Um, I heard... My homeboy even told me this boy even got surgery to hide, to cover his identity because of what he did. So now mm-hmm. you got the whole world. Here's the most the most renowned artist we've ever seen. Ever. Ever. Not in just our lifetimes either. And you've accused this motherfucker of something he didn't do. And then it comes out that you definitely lied. Like, he like shit, I got to get off the grid because these motherfuckers going to kill me. Right. So, Jordy disappears. His father blows his brains out. And this is the first case, which which is like the genesis of all this. Right. Because the first case seems like, to me, it would inspire some shit. Yeah. Like, shit. He hanging out with Macaulay Culkin and Webster. I'm Jordy's father. I'm going to accuse him because I know he hangs around my son. I'm going to accuse him of molesting him. And we're going to get this fucking money. That didn't work. So then people was like, shit, he's still hanging out with kids. Maybe we can maybe we can get a check. 
course that's what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, now, niggas, man think about how many people ain't never really seen no money in their life. <laughs> exactly. They ain't never seen over 5000 in a check. And we just said recently, like, people would do anything for that fucking anything. money. And I, I, I don't know, dog. I can't imagine sacrificing my son for no motherfucking payday like that, you know? Dog, listen, man. We was having this conversation at work. We was talking about R. Kelly, like, um... Cause I was saying like, man, he, these motherfucking parents are to blame too. Like, uh, and I was asking this older guy at work, like, yo, if R. Kelly was messing with your underage daughter and this nigga offered you some hush money, this nigga offered you 20,000, would right. you take it? This nigga said, yeah. Now nah, he said, yeah, so convincingly, like y'all niggas dumb as hell. If y'all not going to take the money, he going to fuck her anyway. Bro. <laughs> and I'm like, like I was so shocked, dog. Like I didn't I, I was shocked that that was his response. But that just goes to show you, dog, like people have no morals and they don't give a fuck as long as as long as that dollar is coming, they good. That shit is crazy. The doctor's the doctor's name is Conrad Murray. Conrad Murray. I think he's like South African or something. I don't know. He's he's not even from the United States. But where this nigga come from? Um yeah, man, I don't know what to really make of this Michael Jackson shit. I don't really know if I believe everything in the documentary. I think it is based on truth. But I don't know, like, even the mom, even Wade's mom was in the documentary. Like, sometimes they used to sneak down the hallway. Because she was like, sometimes they put her room really far from Mike's room. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's weird. But then she was like, sometimes I would just go and sneak and listen outside the room. Um, and just to see what they were doing. She She never heard nothing. Never. Not so any. his mama is, is saying this on a documentary. She's saying this on a documentary. So she like, my son could be lying. I mean, <laughs> but it was like she was basically saying everything to make it seem like he was lying, but she she was still supporting what he claimed happened. And she was like, I asked him several times throughout his life. Fuck be- y'all. And I think the first part, the first case popped up and she asked him like, um, you know, I think he testified in that case. And she was like, okay, before you do this, did he do anything to you? Did anything happen to you? He's like, no. Then he gets on the stand, lies on the under oath. If you know if what he's saying today is true, then back then he lied under oath. Then I think he testified again and said, no, he never did anything. His mama was like, I've asked him like several times throughout his life, and he kept telling me no. Mm-hmm. So you told your mama no over and over, even when you was grown. Because she asked him, I think, when she was like, I think she was like, when he was like 21, mm-hmm. I asked again just to see. He was like, no, he never did anything. Okay, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? Because at this point, it's like, and I think, I think Oprah might have asked him this shit. Like, you know, at 21, uh, why not just, just tell the truth? He's like, well, I still wasn't really, I didn't really, I wasn't aware of what happened with sexual abuse. Like, at 21, at 21, you wasn't aware that what what happened might have been wrong. What did, what is he even claiming that Mike did? He said in this documentary he claimed that Michael Jackson tried to penetrate him one time when he was probably 16, 17. Before that, they would kiss and he would teach him how to suck his dick and he would suck his dick. He said he would instruct him to bend over, spread his cheeks, and Mike would masturbate behind him. And he was like, We used to do this. Michael Jackson had a movie theater in his house. Mm-hmm. And he like in the movie theater there's these two rooms in the back of the movie theater with like 
glass walls to where you can sort of they're like private rooms for the movie theater right so there's the main room with the seats then there's pri- like these rooms to where you can watch the movie from a room in private mm-hmm. he was like we used to be in there while there would be people in the theater and we're in the room and he we're like doing sexual stuff and he didn't know that this was sexual abuse until he was 35 <laughs> I don't know. I guess not, dog. Because his mama asked him all his time. He's like, no. Nah. And when somebody said, why didn't you just tell her? He's like, because I didn't recognize it as abuse. Why I loved him. Why I was did trying you to wait protect. till Michael passed away? Why did you wait till he was dead? Why did you wait till he couldn't defend himself? Right. Why you ain't do it in 2008? Why you ain't do it in 2007? And he's been hanging around him since 1990. Get this motherfucker out of here, dog. That's a long time to, you know, go through something like that and not tell anybody. Right. I don't know. But, man, at the end of the day, I'm still playing Thriller. (laughs) I'm still playing off the wall. He's literally the greatest entertainer we've ever seen. There has been no hard evidence other than accusations. He say, she say. Um, Wade, uh, you're a piece of shit. Because you are in a position where you didn't get something you wanted, and now you're doing this at the time where he can't defend himself. Yeah. You're doing this. This is calculated, dog. I'm sorry, man. I, I can't rock with none of this shit, man. That's the weirdest part about all this. Bruh, Eddie Griffin has said a comment a couple years ago, like, dog, like, they're just going to rip down all of our positive black male role models. All of them. Michael Jackson. Raping kids, R. Kelly, pedophile, Jay-Z, cheater, uh, Bill Cosby, he's like, rape 37 white bitches. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, we, the list goes on, dog. Like, I mean, and, and, and for us coming up, bro, like, Bill Cosby, Was <laughs> Michael nigga, Jackson, yeah. like, they were it. Like, yeah. and now we're looking at them like, yo. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Fuck all y'all, man. No, I'm not looking at Bill Cosby no kind of way. I'm sorry. I said that before on the podcast before you was on here. Mm-hmm. We we hadn't ever really talked about that. Uh, just briefly, like, what was your thoughts on that shit? Uh, from, the, from the little information I know, uh, I believe, like, he had charges brought up on him back in, like, the 70s. Right. Uh, beat the case. Now, he did admit to using quaaludes to yeah to using quaaludes um but never which hold on though which wasn't even uncommon in that era right and don't and i don't want anybody listening to think that oh i'm trying to make an excuse like no my nigga like people was using quaaludes on themselves <laughs> right. and and each other in the 70s because it wasn't the culture that you're in today is not what was going on 40 fucking years ago. Right. Bill Cosby been famous since the fucking 50s or something like this. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I don't know, man. I I don't think he was just flat out raping bitches. Because I think a lot of that shit is either sensationalism, lies. That's, you know, I'm not there. Like I said, I don't know much. Like I said, I know that he had got caught up before they beat it. He admitted to giving them quaaludes. But then it was almost like a double, double jeopardy case or something. Right. With, like they really only use one case to lock them up this time, so I, I don't really know. Like you said, the climate is different. It's it's almost like if if he's saying like, yeah, I gave 
her drugs, but I didn't do anything sexual. That's just like me saying like, shit, I gave you some weed. You know what I'm saying? I, I pass old girl the blunt. I'm trying to get her high. Like, but they're and, that, and that goes to what I just said because the Quaaludes wasn't a rape date drug. Right. It was a drug. Right. People use the shit themselves, bro. Just look it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, even he just admit, he even admitted the shit. Like, yes, we use Quaaludes. Like, it was the 70s, nigga. I'm Bill Cosby. Right. <laughs> but, and then, like, was, was, like, was it saying, like, some of the girls was, re- like, saying it happened a few times because they came back <laughs> this is the same thing it's all r kelly shit but 30 years before right 20 30 years before r kelly because but see, r kelly the only thing about r kelly is that we have him on footage we have him on footage and doing file shit but what i'm but what i'm referring to is the fact that okay are they trying to bring up the case again or something no 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 i'm saying like these girls are saying okay this happened it was horrible i felt fucked up over myself and then boom you come back (laughs) or you stay around r kelly for two years or the parents is like uh we seen what happened with Aaliyah, and we seen the videotape but in 2007 i'm gonna bring my daughter to him for audition it makes no sense why it makes no sense, dog. Like that's, I man, I swear, dog. That one, that one set of parents they keep following the dark school, dark school, dark skin, uh, daddy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They just look full of shit. Yeah, because, <laughs> dog, how you bring your daughter to a nigga that already was accused of this? That's what I, the R. Kelly tape came out. What like two thousand, two thousand or two thousand one? Two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> dog. Like, like how is it that you brought your daughter for one? Wait. I think they said they took her to a concert. Right. I'm just like, what is going on in the world of parenting? Like, why would you take your daughter at 14, 13 to an R. Kelly concert? Like, I just don't understand none of this shit. Hey, I didn't even think of that. And then they're trying to make it like, and then they just tell the story like, oh, yeah. And then we looked over um, when it was time to go and she was over by the step. Like, hold the fuck up. Like y'all, y'all, y'all just leaving out key pieces, right? Y'all like, well, he was singing to her in the crowd, and then after the show, she was over. The, like, nah, y'all niggas is leaving out key pieces. How did she get from in the crowd to end of the show? She on the <laughs> stage, exiting left with this nigga, right? Because y'all took her there. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all full of shit, man. Yeah, it sounds like you're sacrificing your kids to the motherfucking the the altar. I don't understand, man. I know what's up. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand that shit. I'm not. You know, there might be a, okay, there's a known child molester in the neighborhood. Maybe he's rich and he provides opportunities for people, but he's fucking little boys in the butt. Do you think I'm taking my son over there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, what, for what? Um, no, nah, well, you tripping. He only did that to that one kid. Right. Well, I mean, Fuck what are we talking here. about? What are we talking about? So, I, I don't know. I just don't understand that. And that's what I was saying about Bill Cosby. Like, it's the same thing. Like, Bill Cosby, they're, they're accusing this man of raping some of these girls more than once how i don't understand that i mean i i i'm I'm not gonna i'm not gonna be insensitive to rape victims and we know this stuff happens and i am against it yeah vehemently against it but to me i don't understand why a person grown full of free will would go through something like that and then turn around and go back (laughs) i mean this ain't even your boyfriend I mean, you might have right. been in a party in L.A. or you might have been in a party in Philly and Bill Cosby is there 
rich, successful, handsome, and his fucking tuxedo has probably cost $1,200. Right. And you like, I want to hang out with this nigga. He gives you a quaalude. You wake up and claiming that your mouth sore now. <laughs> and then <laughs> wow. you wake up, you go home, you feel bad about it according to you. And then you go back next weekend, like yeah, like damn. Let me see if my mouth was really hurting. <laughs> Let's try this again, Bill. <laughs> I, I don't just know, don't understand. Man. Like you I, I fooled me know. once. You fooled me once. What? what, what <laughs> I don't, fool I me once, same on. <laughs> fool me once, same on you. Fool me twice, same on me. Exactly. Man, I don't want to make light because, like I said, man, I, I saw the video um, of R. Kelly. You know, I, I hell, I saw the video when it came out. Like me too. You know, and I'm sure a lot of motherfuckers did, and a lot of mother- not everybody. I'm not gonna lie and say that everybody loved R. Kelly until now. There right. were people that I went to school with, yeah. mostly girls, who would say shit like, "You listen to R. Kelly, he a, he a pedophile." And I'm like, "Shut up, he beat the case." And they was like, "You, like you stupid." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm right. like, "Shit, what you mean? He beat the case. He ain't guilty. Leave the man alone." Right. But. Yeah, we all know what's Bef- going on. Before all this outrage, because the outrage is really the only reason people was even jumping on this bandwagon in the first place. Right. Um, like Dr. Umar said. No, I don't even know if it was Dr. Umar, man. I think I might have sent you that, but um, no, it was uh, Tariq. He was like, shit, I forgot what he said when I sent that shit to you. He was talking about like, our, like where did all of this newfound outrage come like you right, know right, come right. from yeah, like y'all yeah. been new about this like are we kind of just a pushing the agenda for it uh on you know what i'm saying a nigga like r kelly we pushing the agenda of like yo let's just i'm getting that confused though that might have been i feel bad because i don't be wanting to misquote motherfuckers no i, I feel you know. shit yeah, so i'm trying to find it now but uh, i i don't know man I remember I was talking to Tamika. No, actually, when I first met Tamika, she was telling me, like, this is how she felt. But this was years ago. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, nah, listen, R. Kelly, that nigga's sick. You know what I'm saying? And she has a daughter. So I, I'm like, okay, I understand what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the time, it wasn't really a thing, you know, like it is today. It mm-hmm. wasn't a thing to shit on R. Kelly and be outraged about it. I understood what happened. And I saw this video when I was maybe like 11. And I remember the shit about him and Aaliyah, even when I was a kid. I mean, I'm young as hell. Right. So I don't really understand the severity, but I'm like, okay, man, this nigga nasty. Like, that's right. just really as far exactly. as it goes. But then it's like, damn, when this fucking I Wish come on, I'm definitely listening to it. My- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know how many people he touched? Like, dog. Like, that's the thing. Like, I just, I, it's, I'm going to listen to his music still. I understand it's a difference between, like, actively trying to promote him. You know what I'm saying? But I still enjoy his music. And yeah. fuck y'all. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember what song it was. Something came on. I'm like, damn, I kind of feel bad for listening to this shit. He turned it. Some songs. But, <laughs> some like the song. Sex Me. But, bro. Yeah, like, like I cannot listen. It. I can't listen to motherfucking, uh, what is it? AJ Number, the number even the same. And even though that's not his song, but he wrote that. Right. I can't even listen to uh, my, my mind's telling me no. You know what I'm saying? But I'ma just be honest, y'all. If I wish, come on, I'm not turning it. That's my favorite R. Kelly song. He killed that. He killed that shit. I'm sorry. But that's like a song. That is like a, a R. Kelly song that like all Detroit people love, dog. That's like <laughs> the one song that like all Detroit people love from R. Kelly, dog. There's something about that song. But 
If y'all niggas was watching Woody Allen movies, I can listen to I Wish. You know what I'm saying? Man, get the <laughs> dog for one. Woody Allen movies suck. And y'all still watching House of Car Rewind, so. If you, if you didn't know. Um, oh, yeah, but here it goes right here. It's Tariq Elite. Um, he says he got the meme with uh with Prince King of Shade. Oh, <laughs> Prince, yes. Uh, sipping the, uh, the little drink or whatever, looking, and he like, question, did some black people genuinely get delayed outrage over R. Kelly's antics? Or are they really consciously or subconsciously helping the dominant society protect white sexual predators? Duh, to go even deeper on this shit, man. You remember Brittany Murphy? Yeah. Passed away. Mm-hmm. OD. Yep. They're saying it's not true. Saying she was Oscar. You know, she was like a D-list actress. Saying that with all due respect. Everybody know Brittany Murphy. She just was never cast as a leading lady or a supporting leader. She was always kind of, you know, just there to fill it out. Right. Anyway, she was, uh, <laughs> I guess they're saying that she got into being like a call girl with, you know, famous motherfuckers, rich motherfuckers, not famous, rich, like uh, Robert Kraft, rich. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because like, I, I think it was saying like her mama kind of had like expensive habits and shit. And she, you know, she wanted to keep the shit going for her mama. So she was willing to, uh, you know, slut herself fuck? out. Slut herself Never out for the shit, right? Never heard that before. So listen, turns out the dude that, uh, that she was an escort for, I think she overheard him on the phone saying like something, something was going on with a kid. Basically, she put two and two together. This nigga fucking with kids. Told him, I'm going to tell the police if, you know what I'm saying? Basically, just let him know. Like, I'm going to tell the police on you. This is not cool. She comes up dead. Bro, what? Bro, this shit is deep. Listen, they was interviewing her parents. You know, she, she like from Italian descent or whatever. So her daddy, uh, you know, like Italian. And that might sound racist, but it's kind of like just the way he was talking. Like he was basically up there like, like yeah, my daughter didn't OD. Um, he was like, she was murdered. I believe I know who did it. And why, but I'm not going to say. Bro, what? So listen, hold up, then it goes even deeper. She used to date, uh, it was this movie with um, with uh, Chuck Norris, this back in 94, with the, uh, and he was like, a, it, was a, uh, it was a karate movie, actually, uh, <laughs> and, and it was a white kid, like a white boy in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget his name. Me and my brother used to watch that movie all the time, dog. Thought it was so cold. Never seen this dude in any other movies. Turns out he ended up dying in like 99. Him and Brittany Murphy used to date at this time. He went overseas to film a movie uh, with the only uh, the only name that I can think of was uh, was Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was involved in this project. They said that they went overseas, they were filming, and I guess he saw them like messing with kids and was like, he went down with the shit. This nigga came up dead. I don't know what the fuck is going on out there, dog. Sheesh. But this shit is real. And motherfuckers is killing people. And I feel like... I, it's, it's t- I can't say that R. Kelly doesn't deserve what is happening to him. I can't say that. Right. Because I saw what the fuck he did and it was wrong. Yeah, it was wrong then. Right. But yeah. just like Tariq said, are we, you know, hiding and aiding... These motherfuckers and, you know what I'm saying, keeping the white motherfuckers on a low down about what they doing. Because we don't, we ain't getting no Kevin Spacey special. That's what I was about to no say. We ain't no Allen special. I was about to say the same exact thing. Where's the Kevin because Spacey Because you know shit? what? Because they know how black people are. 
oh, guess what? We're going to put the uh, black face out on y'all dumbass motherfuckers. And guess what? Y'all finna be mad. Talk, share our posts for three days. And guess what? Y'all finna be rocking y'all Gucci again. Rocking. Y'all finna gonna be buying more Gucci again. <laughs> guess what? We putting out the R. Kelly document. Y'all finna eat it up. They call that a dumpster fire. <laughs> Distract your ass with this shit while this going on over here. Man, it's a lot of shit going on, man. That's why I just, I don't be knowing what to believe. Like I said, I know what I see and I know what I don't, what I did not see. To quote my cousin, what he said the other day, he said, the truth is stranger than fiction sometimes. Mm. So the fact that you just said that shit right bro, there, bro. What I was about to say, not to cut you off, but just how, just like we was having a conversation about, all right, if you have a girl house and she invites you to sleep over, are you too tired to go home? Did she want you to fuck or not? Right? <laughs> right. Now, and then you, and then a nigga might be like, nigga, well, I'm going to try. But if I say, like, nigga, I ain't going to try, you'll be looking at me like, you, you won't believe me. <laughs> right. You wouldn't believe me, though. You see what I'm saying? Right. So we looking like, well, it is kind of weird that Mike is always with kids. But we, but what if he do just had a heart? I'm the man. I have everything. I'm trying to give these kids a life. I know what I missed. Because I'm like, when I was looking at the Neverland shit, I'm like, this should almost remind me. Not the uh, documentary, but this actual, you know, residency Place of residence. It was like, I was looking, I'm like, this shit almost remind me of some Professor X. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where you just trying to like house and give kids the opportunity and, and give them love because that shit is so real. The funny thing is in the documentary, Wade's, I think it was Wade's mom, mm -hmm. which, or it might've been other, it was one of the moms. Um, She was like, she showed up. They were supposed to be meeting Michael Jackson this day, maybe for the first time. Mm -hmm. And she showed up. And I think either the security guard or somebody on his team was like, you know, he's like a nine-year-old boy. Sort of like giving her like a precaution. Like, you know, when you go in here, you know, I need you to realize who you're talking to. Because he's not he's not all there. Like, you, he's like a nine-year-old boy. So, you know, act accordingly, I guess. Right. So, to me, when I see that, you know, I see a mental problem. And we all know what Mike went through with his dad and his, his career, his, his life. Right. We see it on his face, and I mean, literally, you know, as not to be not to be telling a joke, but his insecurities are all written all over his face because he right. literally destroyed his face. Right, that's a mental issue to me. You know what I'm saying? I, it's no different than you, than you hoes. Right, who will rebuild your whole body because you are so hung up on what somebody think about oh you? Oh my god, <laughs> that's a whole, whole, nother a whole other conversation. Topic, but Mike did that shit. He mutilated his face. Yeah. On, on his own accord. Now, you know what you just said. Maybe but just, the but partly though, you went. Yeah, that's exactly. what I'm saying. The first time you went there, because you know what he said that he only got two, and that's how you know for sure that right you're being insecure. Because why are you telling us that you only got two nose jobs? And we see, and we've seen, this. we've seen that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, that was a lie Mike spewed. But um, the fact that he thought that she was like he's like a nine year old boy shows to me this he's not all there. And maybe he really does feel like he's a fucking kid. Hold up, Which dog. is why he's hanging with kids. But, uh, oh, shit. All this nigga know man. is music and money. Like, that's exactly. all. Exactly. That's all he knew. Like, nigga didn't have no responsibility at no point in his life. Right. Ever. You ain't, you ain't lying, though. Uh, it was just, it was just one lady. Uh, she's actually younger than Mike. Uh, and I guess they were boyfriend and girlfriend back, you know, when Mike was like 15, 13 or something. So this girl was like five years younger than him. So let's do the math and like 
there was, you know, word on the street is that she took his virginity. So, like, we've been having this conversation about sexual abuse. And, like you said, this nigga might have been 13, but in his mind, he five. She eight, but in her mind, she 15. <laughs> Come here, let me show you something. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. I got to find this lady name, though. Because I want to give names out so niggas just don't think I'm just saying shit. Tatum O'Neal. Tatum O'Neal? Tatum O'Neal. Never heard that name. And you said she took his virginity. Took his virginity, dog. And he was like 15 or something. Or something. He was young. And she was five years younger than him. The mom. So the mom in this documentary was like, he asked for her son to stay with him. And she said no. Then she claims that they argue for hours about it, saying that, you know, he's basically trying to plead with her, like maybe explain to her or reassure her, like, you know, he's just going to hang out. I want him to be with me. I want him to be with me. And she's like, no, 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 no. For hours, though. And then he's like, she's like, he says, basically gets to a point where it's like, okay, we're going to fucking stop arguing. And he's like, I always get what I want. Now, to me, <laughs> that sounds like Don't that just sound like sounds a movie like scene? you wrote that shit Duh <laughs> Like where's the screenwriters it at? sounds like you wrote that Where's the camera set up? Y'all playing games Because whoever says that You I know what I'm saying? Well. Like Women say that <laughs> <laughs> I get what I want Alright Oh man Like I can't imagine Michael Jackson looking at a mom Like I always get what I want Talking about her fucking son Man, that's bullshit, dog. You're not finna be arguing with no goddamn body for no hours in your own house about your kids. I can't see that. I know I wouldn't do it. My mama wouldn't do it either. Right. I I don't know, dude. It's as brash as they say Michael Jackson was with these two boys. I can't imagine that the FBI would have investigated him for ten years. And we're talking about the FBI. We ain't talking about no fucking PI. Right. No private investigator, which they code too. But the FBI is a private investigator times 10. <laughs> right. So if they investigate you for 10 years, that's what? Wiretaps? I mean, you're Michael Jackson. We know your travel schedule. We pulling up. Right. We buying tickets. We buy dog. We buying tickets. <laughs> we backstage. We might pass somebody on your security detail. Like, that's what the... Dog, they was doing that to R. Kelly, popping up at the shows and shit. I mean, you got to. This is what he do. So my thing is, if he was that brash with these two boys that's in his documentary making all these claims... You don't think they bugged his house or his phone or or planted somebody into his organization right. and watched him for all this time? And you don't think he would have done it with any other kid? And even in the documentary, these boys is talking about, oh, I was jealous because he brought Macaulay Culkin around and now I'm not the favorite anymore. And he used to disappear with Macaulay Culkin for hours at a time. And I was really hurt emotionally by that. First of all, that's some weak ass bullshit. Right. Because you're in Neverland Ranch, my nigga. Do something else. Dog, yeah. do something. I don't give a fuck about... Dog, let me have a bit of Neverland Ranch. I don't give a fuck about what Michael doing. I got basketball courts. I got eight rooms full uh, of roller toys. Coaster, a roller zoo. coaster, zoo. Roller coaster, Like what? Y'all mad when y'all see Mike walk off with Macaulay? <laughs> right. Macaulay Rich's hair? <laughs> right. Right. That's what I was about to say. Like, bro, do something else, man. What the fuck is you talking about? So my thing is, okay, if there was other boys in... We all seen Michael Jackson hang with kids, whether it was at the hospital, the cancer kids, the cancer patients. We seen them. We saw all that with our own eyes. Right. 
So you don't think the FBI would have found something in 10 years, though? I mean, a man only lived to be 50. So they right. investigate him for 20% of his life, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't funny. You know dog. what I'm saying? That's fucked up, man. 20% of a nigga life, they investigate him and didn't find nothing. And this is his vice. We talking about, y'all been accusing this nigga of this since 93, 90, 91 or whatever it was. Man. That's a long time. I mean, a long time. That's a long time. And the FBI didn't find nothing. Like I said, dog, FBI investigate me today. They finding something. I don't be doing shit. Right. But, you know, whatever, man. Maybe we should move on. Oh, I wanted to ask you about this. The um, I thought it was very fucking ironic mm-hmm. that, like we just was saying, it kind of seems weird that with all this other shit going on with the Kevin Spaceys or whoever you want to name, but the face of pedophilia right now is Robert Kelly and motherfucking Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. And then the two interviews that happened almost the same week, I think, with Oprah and the accusers of Michael Jackson and her best friend or slash girlfriend, Gail, interviewing Robert Kelly. Mm. At the same time, Boyce Watkins is like, let's see what he said. What's the quote? Oh, yeah. I think I heard him say some shit about Oprah before. Like, I didn't have a problem with Oprah because I don't really know nothing about her. So it it wasn't nothing for me to have a problem with. He says, who needs... What? I ain't called Siri. (laughs) He says, who needs white supremacy when you could put your racism in blackface with a picture of Gail and Oprah together? I mean, I think it's just very fucking strange that these got... Like, why did y'all get these interviews... These two people got these interviews the same week, though. Right. It seems planned. Because we already know, yeah, we got to go with Oprah and Gail because we already know, like, they are waiting to sit up here and make black people look bad. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know what? It's, man, why even do interviews with R. Kelly? Like, you feel me? Like, man, what do what do some uh, countries do, man? What, What do some countries do with language? They omit words. Okay, you know what that do? That changes the meaning of shit. Right. See what I'm saying? Why don't we just, you know, take him out the media? Why are we giving? Why are we giving this more fuel? We, we we know the man is illiterate. We know he's frustrated. So why did niggas expect anything other than what happened? <laughs> right. He can't even convey his feelings and uh. In a proper manner, like he can't even conduct himself like he has some sense. Right, he right. just throws a tantrum, and I'm pretty sure that people like Gail and Oprah and another. I'm pretty sure they know that. Like, you got to. I'm pretty sure word has gotten around. Like, yeah, okay, man, he kind of erratic. I mean, we when he saw the interview. He walked out of an interview just last year with uh with the Huffington Post. Huffington Post. There you yeah. go. Walked out of that interview early. I mean, he already did that, and it was about the same thing because the the lady started. Gearing her line of the question and towards that fucking tape. Right. And he like, I don't want to talk about this shit. Yeah. And you know, I didn't even watch this fucking Gail interview. I watched a little bit of that Oprah shit because I watched both parts of uh the HBO special for Michael Jackson. And then the Oprah interview is on it on the app next to that shit. So I'm like, I just want to see what these niggas gonna say. Wade right. and James. And 
it just felt like more bullshit like even just looking in their faces while they was on stage now i'm not definitively saying that they are lying even or even lying about everything because there could be partial truth of course or they could be uh, just fucking course. lying you know what i'm saying yeah. but just like after, like i said after i watched the shit i processed and sat with it just felt like it was all a motherfucking lie like it just felt it just felt sort of staged and planned Right, and then like I said, it just sort of seems fucking weird. Like, what? How, what are the fucking odds that Gail and Oprah would be covering this together at the same time? It seems like a play for Harpo Networks. <laughs> like, Man, you think I, shit don't be lined up, dog. Come on, I just don't get it. Why are we interviewing? What? What? Like, what's the point of interviewing R. Kelly? I just don't get it. Like. Right. You want to get him asked, do you like underage girls? Like, why are we asking him that? <laughs> we know he do. We know he do. You saw the tape. Even if he don't no more, we already saw what he did. Like, just. So it seemed like you're trying to bully them. You know, you I don't to, say, like, you just, you just pouring fucking fuel on the fire. Like, yeah, like, man, because I saw that, uh, that, that interview with the Huffington Post, and it was like, because his thing was like, she was like, there are people saying this and that. He was like, no, there's you saying this. Like, I don't hear nobody saying it but you right now. <laughs> and I was kind of laughing, but I mean, I could understand because right before these artists do these interviews and stuff, they, you know, have writers, you know, or they get the list of questions from the interviewer. Yep. And that shit, I'm pretty sure those questions she started asking him about tapes and underage girls was not on that shit because right. he probably would not have come. Of course. <laughs> Right, so you trapped this nigga. Trapped him. Trapped him in the But that's what I'm saying. Like, with that, he just walked out. He didn't throw a tantrum, per se. He was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm out. But with the Gale shit, him knowing the pressure, him knowing what's going on, he just, he just, you know, snapped. And I, I ain't gonna lie, shit was entertaining, and that's what's fucked up. Right. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, what's the point of interviewing this nigga? We already know he's sick. We already know he fucked up. I mean, even, we don't even need the tape. We saw what happened with Aaliyah. We're not stupid. Right. You're not hanging with this beautiful girl for no reason. I mean, come on, man. You you fucking her. Like, y'all wearing matching clothes and you hanging around her and shit. You got your arm around her. Every video and picture, you fucking her. My nigga was in the background of the... <laughs> yes, he yeah. was. That was that was definitely creepy, man. And we knew nigga. that then. Like, you know, I was young and I understood. Like, yeah, this is, this is something weird about this shit. Right. But, you know, like I said, like, Either y'all gonna send this nigga to jail or you ain't. I don't know what's ha what we waiting. What is happening? Why are we giving him airtime? But actually, he just got out of jail again. The nigga paid one hundred sixty thousand dollars in child support, um, to get out again after being bailed out for a hundred thousand like last month. I was saying too. I think that uh, when he had got online saying that his uh, crib had got broken into and they took everything, I'm like, that was insurance job. He knew what was gonna happen. Because like I, cause like I said, uh, when, you know, like you was talking about planting seeds and shit, and it was like a couple girls at his shows, and he peeped them. Did you see that clip? Uh-uh. It was some girls at his shows, and they were like, because, you know, he performing, so his little, you know, his little girlfriend's in the cloud, crowd and shit, and he looking over and shit, and then he started peeping, like, my bad. But yeah, then he started pointing, like, get them, got them up out of there. Niggas be hip. Right. Yeah, man. Uh yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. It just seems like people was just looking for a fucking story as always, which is nothing new. Um, I don't really know how to feel about Oprah, but I, I you know, I don't really, I never really had a problem with Oprah. I kind of always thought she was like, 
I mean, of course, you're always supposed to be on the side of truth and right and versus wrong, regardless. But yeah, you know, I was watching that interview that she did with those two fucking guys, and in the beginning of the documentary, she alluded. She was like, you know. She was like, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you, like, you don't know whether or not these guys are telling the truth or not, or if they're lying or whatever, and Michael Jackson's not here to defend himself. And then it was like, boom, now I'm going to conduct this interview. She conducted the interview, and never, ever did she allude to the possibility that any of this was anything but the truth. Right. Every question she asked was almost like, you guys are absolutely telling the truth. And she's like, yes. And she's relating it to people who have been through abuse. And she's saying, yeah, you know, um, you go through abuse. It does this to you mentally. You know, there's no support. It destroys your life. And then you have to live your whole life around this. And it's like she's just sympathizing with these guys. Right. But here you are. And then I'm pretty sure she knew Michael Jackson. So here you are basically siding with these two guys while your friend is in the fucking ground, not able to defend himself against what they're saying. Right. And you've given them a platform to perpetuate this story. We don't know if they're telling the truth because there isn't evidence. Now, the R. Kelly shit is different because there's evidence, like we've been saying. Right. The, the Michael Jackson shit is not substantiated by anything but hearsay, which is what it's been since 1993. It's been 26 years. And here you are, Oprah, ready to shit on his legacy. Fuck this nigga. And you've been knowing this nigga... Since he was little and shit, like Man. I'm sure you know him. Oh, I wish I, I wish I remember what she was interviewing, dog. But I remember somebody had like passed away or something. Like I wish I could just remember who it was. But um, she was interviewing somebody. It was just like, and she was just like basically she was like, it was Michael Jordan. No, it was either <laughs> Michael Jordan or Mike Tyson. Sorry, but uh, she was like basically like, you know, because. Uh, my, I'll just use Michael Jordan, actually, because his, his father passed away. She was like, you know, your father passed away. How, how do you feel? And I'm just like, I, I don't like that. I don't like that quote. I don't like nothing about the way that was said. You sound like you're fishing for you're a fucking fishing, hot take. Fishing for a hot take. Let me provoke this nigga. Let me, even if he mad at me, let me see if I can get some. And I just feel like that's shitty, dog. Like, that's shitty as fuck. <laughs> right. But I've been hearing people like say, like, Oprah not for the black people. She, uh, like, why she build a school in Africa? We need help over here first. Um, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I guess I could understand, but I can't say that I'm mad that, you know, those kids in Africa have a school now. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you feel me? Right. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know, man. Yeah, we, we can't be looking for, you know, these celebrities to be our savior, man. That's right. Monique said something about the Oprah interview and she said, here's a man that was found not guilty in the eyes of the law. Mm -hmm. And you wait for 10 years after this man was deceased to now do an interview with people who said they lied. She says of Jackson's previous court trial in the 2000s where he was accused of molesting a 13 year old boy. He was later acquitted. For me, it's sad and disheartening. That man was well. That man welcomed you in his home, and you spoke of how beautiful and all the love this man sh has shown children all over the world. When you're calling someone a molester and they're lo no longer here, Michael Jackson is not here to defend himself, which is a major problem. He was found not guilty. Then you come back 
and allow these two men to get on your platform and tell the story. She's talking about Oprah. Right. And that man cannot defend himself. She keeps saying that. Who does that? I mean, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, and this is your friend. Like, I don't know if they was friends, but I'm sure they fucking knew each other. Man, that should be fake as hell. Niggas I mean, of course friends. it is, but that exactly. You're exactly. Michael Jackson. If I get you on my show, my rating's going crazy. Exactly. But there's no way that Oprah was as famous as she was in the 90s and Michael Jackson was who he was through his whole life and y'all didn't run into each other. And I'm sure you shook, shook, you know, shook his hand and sucked his dick, you know, <laughs> proverbially, proverbially. Right. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, Mike, it's so good to see you. And now, here you are in 2019. And it would be one thing if she, if she conducted that interview with, uh, what do you call it? Objectiveness? Right. To where it was like, okay, I'm neutral in this shit. But the whole interview... She's sympathizing with these two motherfuckers sitting next to her because they're sitting next to her. All for the sake of the story and these ratings. Exactly. Because I'm Oprah. You know what I'm saying? I need this motherfucker. We're not looking look. into the truth. We're looking into, uh, like you said, the hot tape. We're looking into what sound good. We're looking into what sensationalism. What do people want to hear? I don't understand that shit. And Man, that, it's money. It yeah. is ratings. That's it. Yeah, we basically this is basically like a motherfucking R. Kelly and Michael Jackson episode. Like you said, we can keep this shit short and sweet. Um, ain't nobody hearing shit. I do want to kind of hit some other shit before we leave. Alex Trebek got Let's motherfucking go. pancreatic cancer. Man, I saw that, man. I thought that was pretty fucking sad. He released a statement, man. I saw that. Alex Trebek is one white person that I like. Yo, you know what I'm saying? I've been listen, <laughs> listen, man. When when my granddaddy, he wasn't my blood granddaddy, but. Uncle Benny, man, used to used to watch me after uh, school, man. I used to be in preschool, kindergarten. Used to go down the street on Heidelberg and, and watch uh, Prices Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Watch the stories, watch all that shit, man. So, right, yeah, man. I hope you uh, hope you beat that shit. Yeah, this is what he said. I have some news to share with all of you, and it's in keeping with my longtime policy of being open and transparent with our Jeopardy fan base. I also wanted to prevent you from reading or hearing some overblown or inaccurate reports regarding my health. So therefore, I wanted to be the one to pass along this information. Now, just like 50,000 other people in the United States each year, this week, I was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Stage now, normally four. the prognosis for this and there's is not a five. very encouraging, but I'm going to fight this and I'm going to keep working. And with the love and support of my family and friends and with the help of your prayers also, I plan to beat the low survival rate statistics for this disease. Truth told, I have to, because under the terms of my contract, I have hired host Jeopardy for three more years. <laughs> so help Crazy. me. Keep the faith and we'll win. We'll get it done. Thank you. Yeah, man, that's fucked up. I'm with you, Alex. You're going to beat it, dog. Yeah, hopefully he does. He seems like he's in good spirits and all that shit. Stage yeah. four is serious shit, though. How do you not catch it till it's on stage? That's fucked up, man. That's crazy. And that's another reminder. I was, I, I, I haven't, I don't be going to the doctor as much as I fucking should. And this is a reminder, like, I be thinking all the time, like, man, there's probably all type of shit wrong with me that I don't know about because I don't be going to the doctor. Um, most men don't, man. A lot of men don't be going to the doctor. Like, I talked to a lot of my friends. They're like, shit, I ain't been to the doctor since, shit, since I had to get this physical for work. 
Like, <laughs> you've been working at this job for eight years, though. Well, I was just at the doctor this week. Yeah. Yeah, I just went to the doctor this week. I'm going to check up, I'm blood drawn, all that good stuff. I just got insurance back. I couldn't go to the doctor. I didn't have insurance for a minute. But I just got insurance back probably just this month, last month. Um, right. So I, I'm I'm headed there. But this type of shit makes me think about that, man. Stay in good health. All the men listening, all the women already be on that shit because they really don't have no choice because their bodies are so, um, you know, demanding. And they kind of already know. I don't know what it is about women, but they just be like, something ain't right. I got to go to the fucking doctor. They didn't know they body for and sure. And they smarter than we are. So they be like, Women? Man. Yeah. <laughs> At least about shit like that. You know <laughs> trying to act surprised. Women? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> uh, rattle off some more stuff. Um, dog, there was this one crazy story here. Mm-hmm. There was a black man. This was in Detroit, bro. Black man being. Black man is suing a white woman, but at, this is after she's harassing this man. You know, clearly we're lying. Let's hear what he you said. Know what I mean, clearly they were lying. They complain saying that you have threatened them in the past. Mark Peoples says for months, three women who are white repeatedly called Detroit police on him for working on a garden in an old park on the city's east side, falsely accusing him of being a pedophile and having a gun. And when he painted trees red, black, and green, colors of the Pan-African flag, he was accused of being in a gang. None of this was true. None of it is I don't want to listen to the rest. I don't have to listen to the rest. This is on the east side of Detroit. This man uh, basically is starting an urban farm. I, I, I guess he has probably a field or maybe he's just doing it in his own yard. I don't know. Right. So there's a white woman who lives over here. I don't know if she's new here. Sounds like she is. More than likely because it is like gentrifying. Gentrification going on heavy uh, right uh-huh. now. Yep. Bingo. Sounds like she's new here. Sounds like he's probably been here. And even if he hasn't been in that house, this is the east side of Detroit. He's black. You know, the odds of him being there before you are very high. <laughs> right. That's what I'm trying to say. So he's here and she's harassing him. She's called the police on him, I think, multiple times. This one particular time, he's doing his he's working on his garden. But he has gotten kids, maybe from the neighborhood, or maybe kids that I don't know if they're related to him or something, but probably yeah. kids from the neighborhood involved and they're just helping him and he's teaching them how to fucking garden which is cold as fuck to me bruh that that is a very important skill <laughs> yes it is especially it's something we've all gotten away from and we're going to need that shit again i guarantee it yeah facts and she said she called the police said he's a pedophile he's over there with kids he's touching kids and he has a gun the police show up and they're attacking this nigga black police officer i can see your hands from the motherfucking lapel camera Black police officer, like, she's accused you of threatening her several times. And here you is, the good old boy, coming to jump on the nigga exactly. on behalf of the white woman. Because you scared. You scared if boss find out the white woman made the call and you ain't go over there and cause a scene. Exactly. You so you bitch. all gung-ho for the white woman to come and jump on his back about what he could have allegedly done. No evidence. You know what I'm saying? Finds out she lying about all this shit. He never did anything to her. Now he's suing. Yes. Bro, this makes me so mad, but not just on the surface level. It's not about what happened. It's about why it happened. And it's about who it happened between. Right. White women. You know, clearly black man. And a black man. Screaming rape. I mean, essentially, 
Rape, rape, rape. He's trying to take me. He's this big black nigger is attacking me. He's scary. Oh, oh. And you know what? What what happened back in the fifties when a white woman felt sexually assaulted and Exactly. Look at Emmett Till's face. Yeah. That's what would happen. And that's why this makes me so fucking mad. You know what I'm saying? This is stupid, bro. This man is gardening and putting up the African flags and that's not nah, that's gang. My nigga, that's a gang. <laughs> gang gang. <laughs> You gardening and painting the trees African, just like African colors. What more innocent thing could you do? Gardening. <laughs> like the only other thing I could think of is this nigga was sitting on the porch knitting a crocheting a fucking blanket. Right. Like how more like, emasculated do you want to look gardening and shit? And yeah, like. That shit is bizarre. No, the police showed up. He has a backhoe in his hand. Like he has a hoe in his hand. Like. He like sitting like like what 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 did I do like right? <laughs> did they wait? Did they pull guns on him? No, they were standing there talking to him, and they all mad aggressive. Like, listen, listen, they about to say it. He like she's claiming that you threatened her several times. You know, clearly we're lying. You know what I mean? Clearly they were lying. They complain saying that you have threatened them in the past. Mark Peoples says for months. That's the police officer right there. White repeatedly called oh, it's one white officer on and a black officer. Working on a Standing here talking to him. Park. He ain't done shit, man. This shit pissed me off, man. You want to come to the city and shit and then do this type of shit to the people who are already in the city? You really, you really a piece of shit. Of course they do. I was at Cadillac. I was at 24 Grill today. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my sister took my mom to breakfast and shit and it was, hey. it was I try not to be like this but we was in 24 group and like a whole white family like it wasn't a, it looked like it was a sleepover it was a sleepover cause I overheard their conversation it was like two moms and like eight little white girls mm-hmm. walk in and I was just like <laughs> like I, I I don't I don't want to say the wrong thing here because it wasn't necessarily their presence. Like I, I don't look at white people and get disgusted, but it was just like I know what this means. Like I'm downtown. Yeah. There was a point in time I could be down this motherfucker and never see a white face. Yeah, eight white little girls just walked in this motherfucker. And, you know and, what that means? <laughs> <laughs> now you are no longer welcome. <laughs> exactly. Because now a place where I used to be able to roam freely because nobody gave a fuck about this area. Now there's eight little white girls walking in like they own the place. She tying her shoe. I'm trying to get to the buffet section. I'm waiting. She tying her shoe. She don't even move. The 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 mama. She ties her fucking shoe and make me wait. Like dog. Now what if you would have nudged her? <laughs> exactly, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, it would have been all bad. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I'm what I was thinking. Like <sighs> it's, it's unfortunate, man. It's I- unfortunate as hell. Because like you said, uh, like it was a point in time, like I remember coming out of high school, I used to go downtown, um, you know what I'm saying, my mom worked downtown, First National Building and shit, it's like, that's really the only place you saw the white folks was in the building. And then after five o'clock, they're they were going, going straight home. to their car. <laughs> exactly. Now, it's, you know, <laughs> it is, no, it's, it's funny because it's like, if you white and you listen to this. You have to understand how we would feel away. We were born here. Yes. We come from a city where this motherfucker is basically ruins. We grew up in that shit. Yes. We grew up when Detroit was on the goddamn, on his ass. And, and survived it, too. And survived it. And now, only for y'all to come in 
and look at us like, what? What you doing here? <laughs> like, you not, now all of a sudden, I don't feel comfortable like that because when I'm around y'all motherfuckers, I got to watch what I do. Or I got to watch to make sure that I ain't move too fast or make sure my hood ain't go on. When it, like, get this right, bullshit right, out of right, here, right, man. Right, right, That shit's unfair, dog. Yeah, and that's exactly when I was, I was standing there like, dog. Like, and I had to like check myself like, damn, well, this is America. This was right. never my shit in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was never for me anyway. So I'm like, damn, I don't they know just back. That's true, though. They nah, back to Rick. <laughs> no, yeah, you know what? Hey, that's some deeper shit I'm right just, there. I'm just saying, that's deeper. That's, that's some deeper. deeper shit right but, there. Um, yeah, man, it's just, it's just unfortunate. Like, I remember, like, my mom is like, you know, she's a nervous wreck. And, uh, like, I just remember being young and, like, she she was just you know she would be scared like whenever I wanted to go somewhere she'd just be nervous acting like you, you know what I'm saying what you wearing to pull your pants like she mad as hell like mom what are you mad for like because <laughs> in her head she playing all type of situations my son finna go out here what if he's sagging his pants right what if he you know having a good time with his friends what if they you know being a little ignorant or ghetto or whatever you want to call it what if, what if he running into a cop. You know what I'm saying? And all this happened. Like, uh, I didn't even know, like, coming up that cops were killing, like, black people. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. Right. Me either. For real. I, I did not know that shit. And it's like, my mama was saying, like, what? <laughs> this yeah. been going on. <laughs> right. Y'all just seeing it on the news and the internet now. Right. So, whenever I go out the house, she's on pins and needles because she don't know if her son gonna make it home because I'm living in a racist world. Now, yeah. of course, I, you know, we got to be realistic. It's not like she's just only fearful of, of what the racist white person could do. She's also, you know, afraid of what the ignorant black person could do. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like for her to even feel like, yo, if you get pulled over by a cop, like that's not a good thing. And my head coming up, getting pulled over by a cop mean like, oh, I'm good. Like as long as, you know. But then you find out, like, that's not what like, it is. It's not just black and white like that. It's not just black and white. If I want to off your fucking head, boy, i do it. Right, and i find any reason to do it. Man, that shit Man, that's what... I remember really being hurt just finding out simply that police officers will plant some shit on you. Like When I learned that shit, it was almost like, what? Like, they can do that shit? You got to think, like, these are motherfuckers with free range to do whatever the fuck they want to. Planting shit. And that's what I was, because I, I, I always be thinking about that because I'm like, here I am, you know, I'm trying to live my life like, because I don't ride around with, I don't, I don't smoke, you know what I'm saying, so I don't ever have weed on me. That's a lot, that's what they love to get niggas for, you know what I'm saying? But All I just right. like, what if I just get pulled over by that one and just want to be like, shit, we just found a fucking, a pound of weed in this trunk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. What am I gonna do? Like get high with the cop? No, nah, but you know I had a situation one time. Uh, I was out in Royal Oak, and um, this is when I had like a 2004 Impala. It was a couple years ago. <laughs> uh, so I'm out in Royal Oak. Me and my friend, we driving, uh, and I'm 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 on like 11 mile by uh by the theater over there. Imagine, yeah. Uh, I go down too far, so I'm like, I'm about to make this left and then turn up in this parking lot and come out the parking lot, make a right. You know what I'm saying? So I do that as soon as I'm hitting the right. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm like, what the fuck? Now, I smoke weed. 
I was definitely smoking weed before we left. I was smoking weed at the crib. Didn't have no weed on me because a friend I'm riding with, she always be kind of on my head, you know. She She's basically like my mama in that sense. Like, mm-hmm. she don't like when I do ignorant shit like that. Like, don't be out here and roll up smoking weed. Don't be having weed on you, nigga. You, you know what I'm saying? You know what the fuck. So that's already back in my head. I smoked the weed before we leave. Whoop. Now, I had some weed on me, though. <laughs> I had some weed on me. It was it, it was it was in the it was in the uh the glove. Uh no, the, it was in the center console and shit. So we get flicked. So this nigga walk up to the car and he like, yeah, I smell weed. That's not why you pulled me That's over. That's not why the fuck you pulled me over. Cause I'm like, oh, you know, I ain't I, I'm high. I ain't gonna lie. I was high. Right, regardless though. But before he walked up to the car, I had put the uh I had put the weed in my uh, in my pocket. I had a hoodie, <laughs> mm-hmm. so he's like, he, "I'm like, I'm like, I don't know why you say that. Like, I ain't got no weed. I'm nervous as hell. I'm just trying to say because I'm like, I know these niggas finna catch me. Then he like, uh, and of course, when you got a CCW, you got to tell them that you have a CCW and that you have your weapon on them. That is law. So I tell him, and he's like, "Where's your gun at? Made me get out the car. I'm like, oh, it's over." You know what I'm saying? I get out of the car. He take the gun and shit. Pat me down. Um, his uh, partner comes over. He's standing at the uh, passenger side with his hand on his gun. My man, we ain't did shit. Yep. We ain't did shit. You just said you smell weed. So, and, and the friend I'm with, she from the east side, uh, and she don't play that shit. So, that's what was making me nervous because I know how I am. Like, I feel like I know how to get out of those situations. Mm-hmm. But she is, you know, a woman. And, you know, women don't, like, the women that don't take shit, like, they don't take shit from nobody. Like, it don't matter. It's not like I'm just ain't going to take shit from you. She's not taking it from nobody. So they they having a little back and forth. I'm like, fuck. So this motherfucker started pat, patting me down, dog. Everywhere. Pat me. Pat, 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 pat. This nigga does not find a weed. So he, like, he pat me down. So he looking like... Like, nigga, I know I smell weed. Like, he was giving me that look. So he, like, get in the car. Makes me go get in his car. So I'm like, fuck. Now I'm getting nervous because uh, she, she getting mad. So they tell her to get out the car. They put her in the back. So we both in the back. So I'm like, got the shit in my pocket. I look up. And this they got a camera so they can see you in the back. But mind you, they in my car. They in the car. They, they searching through the whole car. And I tell you, dog, I had just cleaned that car out earlier that day, dog. It was up, bro. I had, bro, when I cleaned it out, I found all type of little old, little bad, little bit of weed. You know what I'm saying? Threw all that shit out. I had an open bottle in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I threw that shit out. So he was like, yeah, when he told me about the car, he was like, if I find anything, whoop, you already know what it is. Found nothing, dog. Came back. <laughs> he came back out at the car and shit. just looking at me like. Like, yeah, you salty, bitch. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dog, he was so salty, dog. And he was just looking because he looking like, dog, I know this I nigga know, got right, something. Right, right. <laughs> bitch ass nigga. Motherfucker was in my pocket, bro. In my hoodie pocket with my hoodie on. And he pat me down. Dumbass ain't even good down, at your dog. job. Bitch, you supposed to check the pockets. You, you, how did you not check dog, my dog, The hoodie pocket, though. The hoodie pocket. <laughs> and I'm a skinny motherfucker, so it's like. If I got anything on me, dog, you're going to feel it. Right. <laughs> but uh, moral of the story is, 
Uh, don't ride with weed. <laughs> don't ride with weed in the car, y'all. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I be telling. Um, you know, I be telling people the same shit. Like, not necessarily because I'm trying to demonize what you do, right? But I just know what they be on, bro. They right. looking for any excuse to fuck you over, like any excuse, and and you know they'll take that opportunity as soon as they come across that motherfucker. So yeah, man, I I feel like I got the cops caught on me before. Um. I've never, I ain't gonna say that. I have had cops, like, I remember one time I got pulled over in Dearborn and shit, and, like, the nigga called a, uh, you know, a backup and shit, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, that's happened like, to me a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, like, why you call why? a backup? Like, why? I didn't even do shit. You, like, you a bitch. That's why. You, but you know why he put me over, though? Because I didn't, I didn't uh, hit my blinker when I turned the block. It's petty shit, and that's what I was saying earlier. Detroit police don't even be giving a fuck about that type of shit. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying all Detroit police is all good because I know people who also been through shit with them. Yeah. But I, so I'm riding with my lights. I'm like 18. I'm riding with no lights on because I'm stupid and I just learned how to drive. Forgot to turn your lights. Forgot on. to hit the motherfucking switch. And this was, you know, it didn't have automatic lights. I'm driving a like 2005 Thunderbird or something. Mm -hmm. And the niggas pulled me over. Like I don't remember where it was, but it was over here somewhere, like Grand River and like Schaefer. Yeah. He pulled me over, and he was like, I'm like nervous in the motherfucker. It's the first time I even had interaction with the police in my car. And he just pulled up on side of me after I stopped and was like, yo, lights off. And then pulled off. Right. That's the type of shit I like. Because it don't fucking matter, bro. <laughs> you know what? You right. <laughs> I had a situation, man, where I was on like grass at like six miles, uh, pushing that bitch. And... You know how like you be driving, you be counting your phone a little bit, and yeah. you look up and you like, oh shit, the light yellow. Mm -hmm. So you like, damn, did it just turn yellow? Right, right, you know, exactly. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm about to go through this bitch. Nigga, I look over, dog. It's a cop running that bitch with me. That nigga look over and nod, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no lie, bro. I swear, bro, I swear, bro. A black that's, dude. That's why I love Detroit, man. But but you know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's not that serious. It's like, not that serious. It, it, gotta, wasn't, it wasn't like I viciously ran this red light. Right, you gonna derail my life for this? Yeah. Yeah. Now I will say serious. I was in my sister was giving birth. I'm so I'm rushing to the hospital. That's literally why I was speeding and sort of like disregarding. Same mm -hmm. thing, yellow light. Now I got to the point where I'm like I don't know if I should stop for this yellow light or just go through because traffic flowing behind me. So I don't know if I'm going to get hit. Like, it was like, you ever, you ever been at this really fucking thin line at a red, a green, at a yellow light where you don't know whether or not you should stop or go? Right. Like, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean, dog. Like, that bitch just turned yellow at the absolute wrong time. I ran through it like, fuck it. And I'm trying to get to this fucking hospital before she popped. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get to the hospital. My brother up here, I'm seeing my brother this day for the first time in my life. That's like, crazy. Since I was five, I mean, like, this is the first time I've seen this nigga in 21, 22 years. So I get to the motherfucking hospital. I mean, I, I get to this yellow light. I run through it like, fuck it. The hospital right here, I just pull in the parking lot. He, he, he grabbed me, and he was just like, he was like, where you going? I'm going up here to Beaumont. Go Beaumont. Uh, what's, what's that city? The racist. Nah. It's the one Beaumont? Gross Point. There oh, you go. Gross Point. Yeah, Beaumont Gross Point, I think. Um, on one of them fucking streets. Yeah. And uh he like, where are you going? I'm like, going up here. My sister just had her first baby, man. 
He's like, all right, just sit tight. He went back. I'm like, this nigga definitely about to give me a ticket because of where we at. Yeah. I'm like, this gross point, bro. So I come back. He comes back, and he just like, man, I ain't going to give you shit, man. Just watch the yellow lights. Oh, I told him, too, like, because there was a car right behind me. I'm like, I ran that motherfucker because... You know, I'm going to see my sister and shit. I'm kind of in a hurry, but I didn't know whether to stop because there's a car right behind me. Niggas just let me go. He was like, I'm going to just let you go. He, I don't even think he said shit about a warning. Right. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Just go to the hospital, bro. I was really fucking surprised because I thought it was a wrap because I was broke. I ain't <laughs> had no motherfucking money for no ticket. And I'm not trying to go through this shit again where a nigga got... Dog, I remember when I was 18 in Detroit, though. I got pulled over by a Mexican officer, but that was totally my fault. Yeah. But the reason I'm bringing it up is because I was fucking broke. Nigga, I got tickets that was worth like eight hundred, I mean, six hundred dollars. The fucking late fees ended up bringing that bitch up to like nine thousand dollars. Mind you, I'm making nine dollars an hour. Nine thousand, nine hundred. Oh, sorry, nine hundred dollars. Mind you, at this point, I'm making like nine dollars an hour, like nine fifty an hour, part time. I'm working twenty hours a week, eighteen <laughs> hours a week. Like, nigga, I can't pay these motherfucking tickets. Right, and that shit, that shit scared me ever since then. That's why I always be so fucking scared about tickets. Cause yeah, I've never had my license suspended. None of that shit. Me either. Um, there was a story. What uh, when I got pulled over? Um, yeah. Oh, my fault. Flying down ninety four. It was Thanksgiving. Gonna pull up on the fam. You know what I'm saying? Get me a plate. I'm zooming. I'm 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 blowing crud. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I, you know it's it's Thanksgiving. It's like it ain't really nobody on the road. Right, right, right. No, so they gotta make quota, baby. So they gotta make quota, bro. I'm talking about. Duh, I was like, duh, I was right by the exit. Soon as I was getting on the exit, I just phew, I seen some real fast in the rear view. God, flick the lights on me. I'm like, shit. So. Mind you, like I said, I'm I'm full blown like smoking weed, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so it, hot boxing damn near. So I'm like, fuck. I'm like, oh shit, I get nervous. I'm like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I start trying to put the weed out, like, put the weed out. Then I hit the motherfucking vents and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mind you, then I it's like I slowed down and shit, trying to slow down, give myself time. So I'm coming up off of the Connor exit. <laughs> <laughs> so I come out the counter exit. I pull over and shit. I roll down the window. I see, you know, he walks up. Then he just looking. I got gays on too. God. <laughs> this is the worst. No, this is the worst. Like, I'm in rare form, dog. <laughs> I'm smoking weed, so, dog. The fuck going on? No, you must have just got a check or something, no, dog. I'm, I smoke weed. I'm wearing gays, bitch. I'm riding fast. Nigga Let's roll go. down the window and Blade was playing. Nigga. Like. <laughs> <laughs> nigga so he like he like he like you know you were uh, I think he had some shit like you know you were speeding or you know what you was doing I'm like yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> and he was like okay he was like if the, all this checks out I'll let you go dog that's what he said and this dude was white I know he smelled the weed like there was no like there's no way right yeah there's no way <laughs> Like he, like he just was, had to be looking at me like yeah. this nigga got on glasses on. Okay, listen, if it check out, I let you go. And of course, he checked it out, let me go because my shit's straight. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to the white officers who don't be on that bullshit. Right, they um, know when a nigga doing something with malicious intent. One more pullover story, and then I can move. We can move on, maybe. Shit. I was in Dearborn. Now I was young. This is probably the second time I ever got pulled over. I'm driving a 
fucked up ass 95 Cutlass. Um, think Cutlass Supreme it was called or something. That mm. car was fucked up. So that's strike one. Strike two. We we on we in Dearborn all on like Michigan Ave, riding through like whatever whatever the, I guess you call that like downtown Dearborn, mm-hmm. where all that shit is like Buffalo Wild Wings, all that shit is. We riding, we actually coming from Fairlane. We was trying to eat at Fridays. Fridays was packed, so we Y'all was like, nasty. let's go to Buff- Buffalo Wild Wings. Man, we was eighteen, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, shit, let's pass. go to Buffalo Wild Wings. I ain't never been there. We riding down Michigan. Now it's me and two of my homies in the car. That's strike two. Oh yeah, it's three niggas in the car. We all got on fittest. The funny thing is, don't none of us smoke or nothing. We all play fucking video games and go home and be fucking lames. <laughs> but it's three <laughs> niggas in the car with fitted zone, fam. It don't matter. The silhouettes is guilty. The silhouettes alone will get you, dog. <laughs> dog. Y'all hats look big as hell. <laughs> all right. So we coming up Michigan. We get we pulling up to Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever. We get there and it was packed. So we seen police going the opposite way when we was pulling up the Buffalo Wild Wings. We get to Buffalo Wild Wings, we leave, and going back the other way on Michigan, we're like, fuck it, let's just go back to Fairlane. We going back, now they coming the opposite way again. So what that mean? They hit a U the first time they saw us. Yeah. Now they see us going the opposite way. I'm like, that's them same motherfuckers. Soon as I say that, they hit another U behind me. So you following me. They followed me. I didn't even do nothing. I wasn't speeding. There wasn't no smoke coming out the windows. You just following me. Right. Because it's three niggas in a fucked up car. They pulls me over, and first thing they do is tell everybody to roll their windows down and have all y'all pass their IDs. They not supposed to do that. Right. I'm the driver. What do you need their driver's license for? You looking right. for warrants, bitch. <laughs> yeah. You looking for warrants, because it's got to be, it's three niggas in a car. We all, one of us got child support binge warrants. Something. Y'all guilty. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? You guilty of something. One of y'all niggas got a, a legal carry. Whatever. One of y'all got some weed on y'all. But long story short, they took our motherfucking licenses, went back and ran our shit. They didn't come up with nothing because, like I said, we all just three lames, fresh out of high school with trash jobs and nothing to do. <laughs> right. And they, they was like, they didn't find nothing. They basically let us go. But let me but ask you this. You can see the look on his face like this nigga was salty just like the police. Salty. <laughs> salty. <laughs> Salty, cause just like you said, you know that the whole line I smell weed was a lie, but you know he smelt it when you walked up. Right. But let me ask you this though: if you're a cop and you patrolling and you see a busted ass car and three niggas driving around this bitch, would you pull that car over, or would you pull over the Hyundai Sonata with a black motherfucker in it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gonna pull over that busted ass bitch? Right. Y'all niggas might be peddling drugs in this motherfucker. You know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? But but I know that's kind of like, uh, that's discrimination. But it's like, I mean, what would you do? Like, if you if you know you had to make quota or you had to look out for crime, are you going to look towards the motherfucker driving the goddamn Saturn, a, a Ford Escape? You make, you, you make me a police officer. I'm pulling over all vehicles with full of white people from Taylor with that... <laughs> With that D sticker in their back window. <laughs> well, uh, hold up. up. No, what is it? What is that shit? Detroit hustles harder, that shit. <laughs> Motherfuckers love that goddamn clothing line. Love that merch. They love that shit. I'm pulling all you bitches over straight off 75. You coming from Down River? Get the fuck out. Eric <laughs> <laughs> said, where you from? You from River Roots? You from River Roots? Bitch, you going to jail today. You going to jail now. 
you going to jail? Beat somebody. Oh, oh, oh. You going to jail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you going to jail? Yeah. You going to jail? No, that shit is classic. That woman, that I feel bad for that girl, but she definitely asked for that shit. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> she asked fuck for that shit. Fuck wrong you. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> yeah, and this nigga driving a bus, the fuck? Leave that nigga alone. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's another picture of, uh, let's, let's rattle some shit off and get the fuck out of here. This is another picture of Payroll and Peasy in a studio with who? Hell of a. Okay. Hell of a three one three. I'm I'm guessing this is new. Hell of a got the strap showing and everything. But yeah, man, I, don't, I I'm guessing this is new because he just posted this bitch three days ago. It could have been from the the first song they did. Maybe he just posted some old shit. But well, still though, let's get it, then Peasy and motherfucking Pay. Let's get it. You niggas need to come out with a motherfucking album like we said. Compilation. Dog. Detroit should do a dog Bro, ass compilation listen. album. Sada baby with Vezo, Peasy, Payroll. Even HBK throw whoever the fuck you want on that bitch. Hey, did we talk about uh, Vezo and Big Sean song? No. What did you think about it? I have not even heard it, but I've just been seeing all the artwork. My man was supposed to do BTS for it, mm. but he didn't. He just he was like, man, I don't even want to go because I don't want to seem like I'm dick riding because of this moment. But what? I know the nigga who shot the video, and I know the nigga who was supposed to do DTS, but he, BTS, but he was like, you know, I'm a pass. And he was expl- okay, he was explaining it to me because um, basically he does BTS for a lot all the videos that this video director does, and uh, he was like, you know, it just I didn't want to. He wasn't invited, but normally he'll call. You know, a lot of times he get invited, but sometimes he might call and be like, you know, you need help or whatever. You need somebody to do do BTS, which means behind the scenes. Yeah. So basically, just a photographer just taking pictures of the video shoot. And he's like, you know, normally I might call if he don't invite me. Sometimes I might call and invite myself, you know, just because I want to get out the house or do some dope shit. Yeah. But he was like this. He was like, it just felt like I didn't want to call and invite myself to this because it seemed like it's Big Sean. Like, I don't want to invite myself because the star there and seemed like I'm dick riding or so, trying to ride your coattail. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but if you always been working, already been working. That's I, what I, I was thinking. I feel it, though. Just like if you like. I had a nigga in here, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, let me pull up the like, studio. Right, right. <laughs> let me go. right, right, right. Like, Even though I wouldn't have a problem with it, but you would kind of feel weird, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't never ask this nigga otherwise, but no. Yeah, not if somebody here. <laughs> right, but I understand the feeling. But, yeah, I seen the, the artwork with the teddy bear, teddy bears and shit. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I, but, watched, uh, I watched when they debuted it on uh, DJ BJ Live. Um... Yeah, you know, I I didn't expect what I heard. Uh, I have not heard it at all. Maybe I, I, just, should, I should just pull this shit up. I mean, What's it? What is it called? It's called Balance. Is it Vezo song? Yeah, of course it is. Uh, but it sounds like a Big Sean song. Really? Who made the beat? I don't know. I I was just expecting like to hear some Detroit shit. But then I was about to say, like, uh, on a live when he previewed, he was saying, like, he was out in Cali and he hit Shine up. And Shine was like, oh, shit, you just pull up to the crib, man. Like, we wouldn't even post work on our music. It just happened organically or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, so. Like I said before, um, Vezo came home and he came to the studio that I was working at for a minute. And one day I walked in the studio, like, I had a session, but the session before me was still up on the computer. And who do you know? What do you know? It was Vezo shit. I'm like, 
I'm about to listen to this shit Just to <laughs> see what this nigga doing Like I'm not supposed to be hearing this right now But I'm listening anyway Yeah Shit sound good Like everything I've been hearing from a nigga Since he came home Kind of been like A little different But it still sound like Vezo Yeah I felt like um, I felt like Sean Laced him What a what What a good just, verse Yeah I don't believe it It's cause I got trust issues Thank God We still balance, yeah. A lot of niggas falling up. We still Hell no. Mm. These niggas got a six mile chain on the balance, on the scale, outweighing the world. I didn't bitch do everything except a wedding ring. Had to block my old bitch, yeah, she dead to me. Being on is my motherfucking destiny. Yeah, I feel like. And nigga her making moves, dog. Man, man, we might have to have this conversation another time, though. But we definitely got to talk about like. I just want to get into like the the psychology of like rappers (laughs) and how they have to deal with each other, and you know what I'm saying? Because Big Sean been on for like ten years now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and y'all just now doing a song ten years into his career. Hey, Vezo been on for a long time too. Shit, not Vezo on. Been out since Vezo. Shit, he knocked HBK. I'm sorry, maybe I shouldn't say that, but that was a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm trying to say. That was like seven years ago or something. Like, right? That was a minute ago. <laughs> nah, yeah, all that shit. All that shit's old. <laughs> yeah. All that shit's old, man. But yeah. uh, yeah, that's gonna be another conversation though. But yeah, the record right there, he laced him. Yeah, sound good. It do sound like some Big Sean shit. I think he underrated. Sean. I don't know how you feel about Sean, but I like Sean, man. I like Sean. It's just, um, <clears throat> I guess, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it is that I feel like his music lacks. It's like usually when he drops, I like his music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I felt like the. Um, the I Decided record, that was that. I felt like that was his best complete album as far as just the way it it just meshed together. I do feel like I feel that. Yeah, I feel like Dark Twisted. It's just Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah, my, Dark Sky Paradise. Twisted. That's my favorite Big Sean album. But I feel what you're saying about like like I Decided was a concept album. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, it flowed from front to back. It, yeah. I decided it was good too. Yeah, yeah it, it was. That's what I'm saying. It was kind of different, two different albums. But I do think like, um, goddamn album, Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah, yeah. I felt like that had like better songs on it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I don't know what it is, man. I, I, I do kind of think that Sean uh, suffers from hate in the city. Like that might sound a little weird, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like I feel like. He don't really get the respect in in the city because people just hate 
Like oh, I thought you said he suffers from hating this city. Like no, no, he no. hates the no, city. No, okay, no, no, hey, like I think I, I got think you. yeah, like and you see, like man, he moved. Like once he got on, he was like, I'm out straight to L.A. Because he he know where his his fan base at. He know where the opportunities at for the type of music he's waiting. I mean, let's be real though. I mean, at one, I guess when Sean got on, it really wasn't popping here. It's starting to. I actually just seen something uh, that said Rock Nation is is investing money into Detroit artists. Yeah, Z- Zeke yeah. posted it. I, I have. I went to the title. No, it was title investing, looking for Detroit artists. They're like putting up a million dollars and something like every artist who wins gets a piece of that money or something to, right. I guess, to develop their career or whatever. And I thought that was dope. That I actually dope. went to the title page though, and I didn't see nothing about it. So I, right. I was like, is this real or research. not? Yeah, man. Like, but you got a good point though. The uh, the rap scene was dead. Did you? Did, did we talk about that last time? What Sada Babies had said on that interview? No. What do you say? Man, yeah, interview with uh with Lando from Hip Hop Lab. Yeah. And uh, he was just basically like, like Lando positioned the question like basically, like all right. As far as Big Sean goes, like Big Sean's success was like basically saying it was overnight, but. Not in a diss, but just kind of saying, like, we actually didn't see, like, Big Sean from the ground up to get to where he had to go to get mm. signed, right? Because Big Sean kind of got signed under the radar, and then we kind of got hip. So, with him positioning the question as already saying, like, you know, we missed the gap of seeing Big Sean grow in that light from nigga clubs in the city to getting signed, and we saw your growth. Uh, like basically like how do you feel about that and I felt like with Lando positioning the question like that like you didn't like he already said we didn't see him do that right so what he can't say shit but something negative at this point <laughs> man dog, he went he went he went off like he was like yeah. he said something about like I ain't never seen that nigga perform at all yeah he was like he was like I mean Big Sean cool you know but but shit you know basically like I mean where is he from I mean where are you from he went to Cass I don't know nobody went to Cass. I know three people went to Cass. I'm like, bro, for one, you from the east side, my nigga. You know what well, I'm saying? You're not so, going to know nobody went to Cass. Yeah, you ain't going to know nobody went to Cass, bro. <laughs> and then he like, I mean, we ain't see him do this. And I mean, it was like, so, and he like, he the only nigga from Detroit that's, that say uh, D-Town, and, <laughs> which was funny because I said that before. <laughs> like, don't nobody say D-Town. But, uh, but yeah, I'm just uh, like, but even yet and still, like, what's the problem with him doing shit his way? And then after that, he comes back and makes a post about basically apologizing. So I'm like, I guess you Big got Sean to. and them cats reached out. You know yeah. why? He might have. He might have. But what I was what I was gonna say was because, bro, niggas don't even really realize what the fuck Sean did. Now I I t- I know how Sean got on. I don't know every step, but I know the nigga used to be freestyling outside of Renaissance. I seen the battle. He was young as fuck. Niggas like 16 years old battling outside of Renaissance. Right. I seen a nigga rapping on the news sounding corny as fuck. Then I seen a nigga go up to... It wasn't WJLB. It was the other one. Hot 97. I think it was Hot 97. Or Hot 107.5 or whatever it's called. One of them. I don't think it's... it's I don't know, I don't know what, what radio station was, but I know. Funk now. He, yeah, right, right. He used to be doing all the fucking freestyle battles every Friday, every weekend, or whatever. Um, and he was winning them bitches every week. Right. And then what happened? He's up there doing that because he had a relationship with the radio. He's up there at the radio. Big Sean comes up there. I mean, Kanye comes up there. I think he's up there for an interview. 
maybe maybe Sean comes up there after uh, Kanye was already there. And because he had a relationship with the radio station, they let him in or whatever. He sees Kanye and he starts rapping for Kanye while he was walking to his fucking car. Kanye like, shit, I got to go, but you can rap to me while we walking. And he raps to him. And Kanye like, shit, you dope. Like, I'm going to call you. And then he didn't hear from Kanye again for like a year. Now, mind you, um, this is very lucky for him. But it didn't fall in his lap. He wasn't in, a ba- in his basement. Right. The nigga was grinding. And he stumbled upon it because he was out here working. You right. know what I'm saying? Just like any of you other niggas. Y'all be in the studio and fucking six black black walk in. And now you got a song with black. Now, that sounds like I'm taking a shot at Mercy. Because he definitely has a song with black. But I'm not talking about Mercy. And black was just a random, uh, you know, random example. But... Any of you niggas, dog. I've seen niggas give features from all sorts of people who ain't from Detroit just because they in the right place at the wrong right at the, they at the right place at the right time. Right. What is the difference? And then Big Sean got got on, and been, here's some more, some more shit, some more layers to that. Big Sean gets signed to Good Music in 2009. Big Sean didn't blow up in 2009. Big Sean was. I think really, he signed. I think he actually signed in 2007. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he sat there. He didn't drop his album to 2009. Right, 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 right. And, but, and, but yeah, that's, that's the point what you're was. making, though. The, yeah. point is make, the, the point that you're making is that, yeah, he got a deal off of freestyle, and we looking like, damn, that's lucky, man. Fuck out of here. But once you got the deal, he still had to put in the work. He still had to drop mixtapes. He was dropping mixtapes long. Finally Famous, with, one, two, and yeah, three, my nigga. Nipsey, uh, Kendrick, Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had competition. Exactly. That's when Drake was killing it. When So Far Gone was out was when Big Sean was rapping over fucking Drake instrumentals. <laughs> right. Big Sean, and he's rapping on that Drake instrumental, I think it was, or either Kanye instrumental, like, shit, I wish Kanye would fucking chill and come and focus on my album. And then Kanye heard that line and was about to drop him because he's sensitive. Right. He was about to drop Sean because of what he said in his song, like, Kanye not even focused on him. He signed me and left me alone. Right. Somebody convinced Kanye don't drop him. I think it was either Consequence or... I think it was Consequence. Kind of think it was Consequence. Told him, like, no, don't drop that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Work with him. Like you said, you're going to send this nigga back to Detroit. We already know how niggas... Boy, he would have got... That would have been so bad. Yes, it would have. Because, like, man, Detroit, dog, it's, it is so much hate in niggas' blood. It, and it's like, that side of every interview was just... What he did there is n- is no different than what Detroit niggas do, like, on a daily. This nigga not from Detroit. Fuck what that nigga got going on. It ain't benefiting me. So it's fuck you. And that's terrible because Sada getting a look. You know, he's getting a look right now. He's one of the niggas in the city getting a look right now. Bro, and the fact imagine. that you get on your platform and then down a nigga who really paved the way for a few niggas. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was indirectly or directly. He paved the way. Like, I know what Earl, I know what Early Mac is out here doing for some of you niggas. Hey, you, this nigga Early Mac just posted a, a plaque for uh He wrote for Diggy. Diggy Simmons? Yes. The other song I'm talking about the G Easy song. Oh, really? No limit. With ASAP Rocky. 
Yeah. They got writing mm-hmm. credits on that bitch. Holding, hey. They got the plaque. Like, yeah, my, I think his daddy had the plaque or something. I don't know. Like, what? I didn't even know dude uh, wrote that. Exactly. I know what early is out here doing for you niggas. I know Say It Ain't Tone got a motherfucking Grammy for that Kanye record. You don't think Big Sean has anything to do with that? These are two finally famous niggas. Right. In the industry. I mean, y'all don't find that fucking funny? You think these niggas would have had them Grammys if it wasn't for Sean doing that fucking freestyle at the radio? I mean, shut the fuck up. Like, I understand what Saudi Baby is getting at, but nah, fuck all that, man. Yeah, so that's why I I like the fact that he pulled a grown man move. And apologized. And apologized. Because like you said, like, before you talk to nigga face to face, like, you know what I'm saying? You just don't know what a nigga going on. Because I'm pretty sure the conversation went like, like you said, nigga, I grinded too. Like, it was just different. Like, you can't look at me like I'm not a Detroit nigga. Well, you just I'm might not, not know the yeah. whole world, right? Yeah, because you can't look at me like I ain't a Detroit nigga because I'm not blowing weed and talking about killing niggas and selling drills and all this shit. Like, or because I say D-Town, like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> niggas used to say D-Town back in the day. Back in the day. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like. But you're right, though. They definitely don't say that shit no more. Yeah, that shit did, But that shit was funny when he said that, but. but I ain't never yo, thought about that, though. Yo, but could you imagine a song with. With, with fucking Big Sean and fucking Sada, and that's and, and then, that should have go crazy. And then for Sada to have seen this shit come out with Vezo and, and Sean, like say, what? Mm. Right, like hold up, and not because it's not like niggas trying to shit, shit on you know Sada interview, but uh, I saw T Grizzly. <laughs> this was when he was on a Breakfast Club like last year. He yeah. said something about like something similar, like. Uh, you know, Big Sean, you know, I mean, he, 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 you know, he, he fuck with the city, but he do him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the real nigga. Like, I'm the first of my kind to come out. Like, Like, why do y'all niggas think that, like, we got to be in the strip club every weekend? Because you, that's like, and that's some click shit. That's some click shit. Because y'all know, Sada Baby came up in a strip club. And you know there's a certain crowd in that motherfucker where they all know each other. The the stripper rapper bitches. Right. I know y'all niggas too because I've re- I've been mixing y'all motherfucking records. <laughs> yeah. Y'all all know each other. Y'all all come up in the same. All, all on Eight Mile in some strip club. <laughs> Tell me, uh, I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> but it don't fucking matter. And that's not even the shit on y'all. But it's the fact that you know because you think. Or because you seen Big Sean didn't come up in a scene like that. Or the nigga wasn't in, I don't know, wherever the fuck y'all niggas be at, man. It don't fucking matter where y'all be at. But because y'all seen Sean come up a different way than y'all, then that must mean this nigga wasn't really a Detroit nigga. Not everybody where y'all at. That's crazy, dog. That was really crazy, dog. Like, man, there's some Detroit people. it's some Detroit artists and some Detroit niggas out here who way more Detroit than y'all. Right. And don't never be where y'all at and don't know y'all. Because it's a it's this is a it's a big little city like right it's several different movements and crowds in this bitch you know what I'm saying right and it's niggas that'll kill you that you ain't never even heard of you know right this this is fact <laughs> that'd be the thing like we was just talking about at work like man you don't never know the fuck you talking to exactly <laughs> you don't never know never know and I saw uh you know King Batch nigga had did a, a little post and it was funny like when you. When you try to rob the wrong person and shit, Darren Davis was in it. <laughs> nigga was sitting next to him on the plane and shit. Like, give me your money. Nigga, BD gave that fool a uh, not a cash and shit. And then BD got on the phone like, hey, yo, this dumbass nigga just tried to rob me. 
uh, be at the gate when we pull up. <laughs> oh my god! So he looking, came back looking, and he give him back the uh, the money and shit. <laughs> and then BD like, thank you, bro. You still gonna beat your ass. <laughs> And then a nigga, another black nigga in the back of the plane, like, we gonna fuck you up. <laughs> oh, that shit was funny. But that's how I'd be like, listen. I Because, I mean, but, but like, because I was wondering when I saw that, when I saw that interview, I'm like, yo, I was I was disappointed. Because I'm like, damn, I didn't think Sada would take that turn. And then it had me wondering, like, well, like, is Big Sean gonna hear this? But then I'm like, if he do, like, what would he, you know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, that comes out. So it's like... Hey, I, I'm glad motherfuckers got to reach out to each other and talk that shit, kick it. Hopefully, y'all can drop some music, man, because all this this hating in the blood in the city is trash. And that's a, this ain't the first time this happened to Sean either, because he checked somebody else about the same shit. But hmm. I don't remember who it was. But this is what keeps letting me know that he's really like a low key, real nigga, like right. because he 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 don't be hiding. Because a nigga say his name, he'll call you. He not gonna get on the internet and then blow you up. Oh, it was Danny Brown. Because mm. Danny Brown said the same shit. Danny Brown, like, we don't know this nigga, like, where he come from. Like, this nigga blew up. Like, we don't fuck with that shit in the city and all that. And then what happened? Like, they had their little short, short back and forth. But the story is, Big Sean called him. Like, bro, fuck is you talking about? Right. What is you saying, nigga? I'm, I'm not good enough because I didn't have to wait 10 years to get a deal? Exactly. And then what happened? Danny Brown turned around and apologized because... You have to respect the nigga that call your phone after you say some shit like that. Because I'm not going to get on the internet and face fight. Right. I'm calling you, bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. We both from the city. What the fuck is you talking down on me for? That you know, fire. that was some years ago, though. And uh, then Sada turned around and do the same shit. And that's how I know Big Sean is solid. Because either he got people in the city who like, man, nah, bro, you got to write that wrong. Because you, sh you know... You don't know who you talking about. You don't know who you talking about. You don't know the opportunities this nigga got. Like, exactly. you don't know. Exactly. Like, why even go that route, dog? It's just not worth it. Like, man, like I said, man, Sean been on for 10 years, dog, a dime. Like, and, and they just put out this record. Like, we've been deprived. You know, Peasy and Payroll, y'all just now doing these records. It's been over 10 years for that. Nisha need a uh, Sean, Sean feature too, for real. You know what? She do. She was on uh, Rock Nation, but that didn't work out. Oh, she not on there no more? No. Nah. Oh, I ain't know that. She's still moving like she is. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of salty about her. I was supposed to meet her. <laughs> I, was supposed to work, I, was, I was supposed to work with her a few months ago, and she fucking couldn't find a studio. She walked into the studio. We in the room working. The girl and I'm in a, in a studio with, she on the phone with her and shit. And she like, yeah, we at the studio up here, such and such and such. Yeah. She walks in and we looking up at the security camera like, that look like Nisha Nishay. And then she was like, the, the girl looking at the camera like, that is Nisha. She runs out the room. Nisha walk around the studio. She was looking through the hallway like, where the fuck is the room at? Right. She walked right past the motherfucking room. And then the girl ran out the room to chase her. She already had gotten her car and fucking left. Studio off the freeway over there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. In Southfield. Yeah, man. Damn. I was salty as hell about that. But yeah, man. Fuck all that division and all that shit talking for no reason, bro. The fuck is y'all doing? Let's get this bag, y'all, man. Let's do like Atlanta do, man. These niggas over there getting money. Right. Exactly. They, they whole city on. They been doing that shit. Man, niggas better start sending them down versus via Pro Tools session. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Get this money, y'all. Yep. Yeah. Shit, I ain't got nothing else really run down. There's a few things on here. Nigga, Shoot. 
Young Thug wearing the motherfucking Gucci sweater. You seen that shit, dog? Got that lighter, though? Nah. Um, I just had a lighter right here. I don't know what I did, but I know I got a pee out this motherfucker. This nigga wearing the Gucci black face. You know, I saw that, and that shit right there just made me think, like, dog, I don't like rappers. <laughs> like, what are you doing? He's just trying to get attention, dog. Exactly, and it's so weak. <laughs> so stupid. Like, I don't, man, I don't, yeah, I'm not even, that's not even worth Fuck that shit, though. I think I want to close the show with this because it's like the coldest shit I heard all week. And then I'm going to go pee while this playing. So I don't know what the context of this. There's a white guy in Sacramento at the city council going off on the city council. White guy. Looks like he has black friends, though. This is what Mm -hmm. he said. Here. I want to start by addressing something you said when you came right back in. You said if we acted in the fashion we did again, this meeting cannot go on. Yet multiple people have been killed by these motherfuckers and stuff on. It has, no, shut up. It has continued to go on. So you care more about decorum in here than you do people who are alive. Because you shut down meetings over decorum. Stop looking at me like that. You're so immature. But you haven't shut them down over killing people. My journey with Sacramento killing black people began with Joseph Mann, a human being in need of emergency medical attention. He was instead met with the care of SAC PD in the form of, fuck this guy, I'm going to hit him, Officer Tennis. Last year, Stephon Clark, a human being, regardless of accused activities, toxicology reports, or relationship status, was a human being with a Fourth Amendment right, who instead was criminalized due to his race and murdered in a state-sanctioned execution. You can't even look at me, I'm so right. Last evening, I watched an overfunded and hyper-militarized force, not police, occupational force agitate protesters instill fear and panic and then kettle them in in the classic kettle and corral tactic which by the way was started in the open air prison known as Palestine by Israeli police and taught to all police all over this country how much we pay to learn that the underlying factor of all these cases is SAC law enforcement dehumanizes people on our dollars and with your agreement when was the last time you were dehumanized because i think it's about time oh, this going you have on. shown zero ability to empathize with us you have shown less ability to care you are all terrible officials in my opinion worse people to quote dr king a riot is the language of the unheard and you ain't fucking listening the last mm. person who spoke before the singer said Anne marie schubert has no soul to quote Stokely Carmichael, in order for peaceful protest to work, your overseer has to have a conscience. You My don't nigga. have one. You what radicalized the f- 84 people on a bridge last what night. What the fuck for did no he say? Gone. They showed up peacefully and were still arrested. Someone up here with all your education, explain to me why they should be peaceful next time. What is the onus? What is the impetus? You fucked them up when they were peaceful. You don't get it. You don't listen. You think it's going to stay like this. And I'm going to start right here saying I don't speak for anyone else or any group out here. This city's going to burn in the next 30 to 60 days if you don't shut up and listen. Oh, God. Dang. Now, don't be surprised if my man shows up dead. Yeah. But he said what he said, you know what I'm saying? And I agree with everything that he said. I don't know what's going on in Sacramento. I didn't hear about what he just mentioned that happened on the bridge. But the fire in his statement... Is what attracted me to that video. And uh, I think everybody needs to be like that. It's such a shame that it had to be a white guy to get up there and say that shit. But it's not a shame. It's actually beautiful, actually. But 
we all need to be on that shit, man. Uh, we all know what's going on out here. And niggas need to be standing up to injustices all across this bitch because they're everywhere. And True the that. officials don't give a fuck about you, fam. And the ones that do, they washing up in a Hudson River. True story. Look that shit up. Black judge washed up in a motherfucking Hudson River. Actually, I think they killed three judges. And I think that was 2018 or 17. Three black judges showed up dead. I think I heard about that. Mm-hmm. Just look this shit up, man. They don't give a fuck about you. Um, But I don't have nothing else to talk about. Oh, there was a, a plane, an Ethiopian Airlines crash in, in route to Kenya. Crashed 20 minutes or something after they took off. Um, 157 no passengers on board. None of the 157 passengers on board survived the crash. Um, it says they six minutes after the departure, they crashed. It's pretty fucking sad right there. Um, More details on that soon come, yeah. I believe. So I'm going to reserve my right. That is unfortunate, though, from, from what I'm hearing. But I kind of expect it might be a little bit more revealed to that. The dead included 32 Kenyans, 9 Ethiopians, 18 Canadians, and 18, eight passengers, each from China, the United States, and Italy. Um, that is huge. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. I just, I think this just popped up today. Yeah, that just happened today, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, I don't have too much else to say. No, we might have to wrap it up, man. We uh did the best we could. Yep, no help. But it's good. We, we, I think we did good. I think we did great. Fuck all that. Yeah. Topics we actually gave a fuck about. Yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah, man. See y'all next week, bro. It's episode 16 in the books. You are guys. We are guys. This is the guys who watch it. Um, I'll let y'all niggas next week. Peace out. That's a wrap. The gods are watching. The gods are watching. The gods are watching.